From Petty Party Podcast. It's your girl, Just Nick, checking in. Hey, y'all. It's your girl, Makalek, coming out the set. What's good? Hey, y'all. It's your girl, Crystal, aka Champagne Chris, aka Chrissy F. Baby, please say the baby. Hey, everyone. It's Jory. Hey, y'all. It's your girl, Michelle, aka Egypt the V Nasty. Ignore my dogs. They're barking. They're acting crazy. Girl, when as they always, the shade, it's Michelle. Luna, <laughs> it's Luna. Dog. Big, big D don't be acting like that. It's that this little L. Little I L. just told my sister today, I was like, you know what? I kind of want an animal, but you know what she told me? She was like, once her dog is gone, that's it. She said she'll never get another pet. Again. I believe her. I believe her. I was going to get a pet. I was supposed to get one, but everyone has talked so negatively about having a pet. I hung it up. Is they talk negatively? Or Mainly, girl. I didn't talk negatively. I just told you to be real about it. Like I didn't. I never said anything negative. I just said sometimes it's. A you gave your experiences negative. Anyways, my point is, everyone said like it is. It was realism, but okay. Maybe not re- realism in my opinion, but I feel like everyone like basically was telling me reconsider. So in my in my mm. opinion, it was like don't get it. So it's like even if you're giving me realism, everyone was like don't do it, reconsider. Everyone pretty much told me no, don't do it. So at that point, but I'm gonna say this deep down. I don't want to be a Paulette in this situation. So oh, damn. Exposing. She didn't even. <laughs> oh, my God. Uplift this girl and she going to see her. Literally, I already I saw where you were going, I Paulette. I don't want to be a Paulette. That's why I was like, Paulette was literally about to be like, give you some good words of encouragement. Here so, you come. So when you <laughs> say damn dog, that, Jory. Don't get the damn dog. Don't get it. Don't get, I'm so on when the you, side with everybody. Don't get when it. you say that, Jory, what do you mean by don't be a Paulette? Paulette has had. No, you don't need to share. I rid of them in a short time frame. I don't want to do that. So I'm learning through Paulette's mistakes and listening to people telling Jesus. me like, sitter. it's no shade, but it's just like, I, I feel like that's a lot to do. So I was Y'all, like, I'm just, I wasn't ready to be a parent. I wasn't ready to be a parent. Okay. The thing is having a dog, it's not a bad thing. Having actually having a dog has helped me in very positive ways, but it's a lot more work than what it seems like. I'm not going to lie. I wanted a dog just so I could hold around and a dog can look cute. Right. That's not what the mm. fuck it is. So that's why that's the only thing I'd be telling Joy, like, it's not going to be what you think it is. And like, it's hard to travel. It's hard to move around. Like, you know, it, it's hard to do a lot of things. So, yeah, that, that's I imagine a baby. That's Ooh, what I'm saying. I, like, I don't know. Like, and like, honestly, I didn't want to compare a baby to a dog. But like when I my second dog, Fendi, Fendi Blue, shit, um, he brought out the worst in me. I'm not gonna lie to you. And oh I was my running, God. I was you was responsibility. I was not beating that dog. Please let's not spread those rumors. Okay, she wasn't, wasn't, she was she wasn't exposing her. But she wasn't you weren't being tolerant to his newborn status. That's what I'm saying. That it brought out the worst in me. So that's why I'm like, no. I don't think I, if I ever get a dog again, which will probably be when I'm married and have a house with my husband and kid or kids. I'm gonna continue it's gonna to be a three and up dog, nothing baby. We ain't doing puppies. Yeah, I want a big dog. dog. If I do get a dog again, I want a big dog. Like, I don't want no puppy. No, mm -mm. I want like a Doberman. Full grown. I do want a Doberman. Yeah, Yeah. that's what I want. I always wanted a golden retriever. Mm -mm. Did y'all see that post? That post was like, 
if, if if any dog was able to say nigga, what dog would it be? Because somebody and somebody commented under it talking about no, right? And somebody uh, commented under talking about can't no golden retriever ever call me a nigga, and I'm Never. like lucky, lucky, real ass, white man's dog. All you can say is pass me the ball, bud. What about the dog that looks bud. like Snoop Dogg? I can see that one saying it too. A Rottweiler. <laughs> a, oh, yes, uh, I got chased by a Rottweiler back when I was like ten, and when we first like. In Louisville, girl, the neighborhood dog. They always kept him locked up in the, the backyard. And so one day we're all playing basketball back there. And out of nowhere, he was digging, y'all, he was digging a hole for some weeks. <laughs> and that day, that dog got out and y'all, Paul, chopping. He was right at my ankles. It was, thank God, one of our, like, this white, nice white man, man, cut in and basically blocked him off. He would have got my ass, y'all, like, for real. <laughs> Oh like my God. that dog had a mission, bro. Imagine like a fucking poodle calling you a nigga. Ah, bro. The way I live. So many slaps. Fendi used to talk back. I know Fendi used to call me out my name. It's okay. Is it the way Fendi got so many slaps? Like I'm fucking <laughs> not to expose it. What's the animal service? Chill, chill out, chill out. All right, y'all. So we're gonna um hop into the moto. Um, it's crazy because we were just talking about dogs and the person who signed this is a girl who loves dogs. Hmm. Anyways. Okay. So this one says, I just want to probe, probe y'all's minds about a particular issue of mine that I'm having with my current boyfriend. So the issue goes like this. My boyfriend has this friend of his that prior to our relationship, he re- received a fair amount of news from in um, parentheses that he would accept happily and well that 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 you know and he basically he would basically drool and obsess every everywhere walking every minute over his existence in her life how recent were those news sent compared to when we're uh, uh, to when we were i think you may wonder march of that year and we started started dating september of that year how exactly does she basically profess her obsession slash love for him? You may wonder her social media accounts would never f- fall short of calling him bestie slash best friend with heart emojis at, at the very least. And sometimes the explicit phrase, I love you at times, all these posts, which he acknowledged and knew full well about. He initially told me that he received news from her, but that was all I initially heard of her later on. After I did some, some of my own digging, I saw that it was far more than just news that were, and they would talk endlessly sometimes quite late, Till the time he would go to sleep, blah, blah, blah. And that is when I found numerous posts of him and her on Facebook. Upon asking him about her, he would state that they weren't weren't much of anything and he would act like the friendship didn't mean anything to him. Yet when I confronted him about the many posts that she tagged him and he acted shocked, even... Even though he liked just about every one of them that I mentioned. This is my red flag. And then when I became uncomfortable about them hanging out, like he pretended to be unaware of the post, even though he knew about them. I expressed this concern of mine to his and he felt like and he felt that there was no worry with their friendship and that he claimed there wasn't even that much. And I don't have a, a thing to worry about. My dilemma is this. While she might not be sending him nudes anymore since the relationship began and he told her not to send such content, I'm still nonetheless uncomfortable of the idea of him hanging out of them hanging out together. When I considered the idea of he got photos of hers, what do y'all think? They are in a relationship. That's what I think. Um, I, see, okay. I feel like I said this before on this podcast, and I'm gonna say it again. I feel like some things are past, like a, not saying a conversation, but past clarification. That situation would make me uncomfortable. Where I'm not even, I'm not gonna be a part of whatever that circus is. Like, 
Yeah, I, just I agree. Myself. Like, I why agree. am I even asking you questions that you 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 will have to lie to me about? Because for you to be honest, for you to be honest in that situation, what are you telling on yourself? <laughs> you know, so it's like there's nothing more to clarify. There are things happening where it's like either stop the madness or I'm out, and the madness is not stopping. So. It should just be out because at this point, like, I'm not gonna lie, like, I'm not really. Yeah, okay. Guys can have like best friends of the opposite sex, cool. But like, I'm sorry, that term bestie and all that stuff. Like, I, in my mind, think y'all are in a relationship and you're fucking or something's going on. Because the fact that you went on Facebook and saw photos of them, no, 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 no. So on to Instagram, they're best friends, but to Facebook, they're a couple. So, no, sorry. Log out, sis. I'm, and I'm woman to woman, log out for real. Save your heart, save your stress, save your questions, keep it moving. He does not, he may love you and like you, but it's like, there's still something there between that friend that he is yet to just cut off. So I want to choose violence. I want to know, do any of y'all have any guy friends who y'all call y'all's best friends, but y'all fuck around with them? No, I don't do that. Like, no, I don't even, I'm not gonna, I don't even have any guy friends I call best friend because no, I'm a grown now. They're really good friends or just a friend. Like, I will never call a nigga best friend. Sorry. Yeah. All my guy friends are strictly guy friends. And we and they know it. And they know yeah, it. And, they know and it. the moment they try to cross that line, the friendship is kind of. is is watered. <laughs> like, yeah, it's watered. <laughs> like, whoop, you tried it and now it's over. So. I'm not going to lie. Because she was. A, she said that he had news before she hopped in a picture. I don't understand why niggas keep news. Like I really I do, don't understand they like why. That. No, delete. If you're single, one thing, delete that shit. What True. are you doing? Like I, True. I'm not okay. gonna lie. Any nude that I have from a nigga that is not currently my nigga, I don't have it anymore. I don't like, have because you're a no, woman. I'm saying, I'm saying from that. a nigga. No, from a nigga. Like if a nigga sent me something, I don't want to fucking look at you. Better yet, I don't want to look at you naked. Now that we're not together, so no. I don't. Keep everything for evidence, just in case. Here you call it. Like, it's probably on my iCloud somewhere, but it's not in my that, phone. Listen, if that new touches my phone, listen, just know, tread lightly with me. Okay, it's in my iCloud somewhere, but I'm not keeping it on my phone is what I'm saying. Like if I wanted to search for it, I could probably find it, but I'm- It depends though, like- so do y'all keep it in the text thread or do y'all save it to y'all's photos? I think that's the difference. I keep I it in the text thread. Out of my te- I'm not going to go thread. out of my way to save it from the text thread to my photo. So to me, it's like, I'm not going to delete it out of the text thread. It's going to just stay there. But I have yeah. some friends, they save it to their thing because they're like, oh, in case anything ever happens, like I want it over there too. And I'm just like, you don't be nervous mm-hmm. when you scroll through your photos? Like, <laughs> no, but, no. You just, you could, I think you add it to a photo or you can hide it. But no, I just, no, I, I don't, I just keep it in the text thread. But even then, like, uh, I just started getting accustomed to deleting threads. So once that thread know, is deleted, I don't, them threads. Is, I don't, I don't either, I don't but I have it. once for the first time now. I, and it felt, I delete threads so quickly. Like, you made me mad. Delete. I don't know why, why I do that. I, used to, I need evidence. But now, I, like, you know what's not evidence. Just in case you try to lie on me in 1956, I had this text yeah. message from you, bitch. The only reason why I feel like I give it a pass is because I know it's on my computer. Two computers at that. Oh, okay, so, like, okay. I know if I needed to blast you, I could get, I could, I could get it done, but yeah. yeah, but but to what you said, Crystal, I don't think that anybody that like guys, I don't believe they delete news because I've like more than one guy at a time has showed me a folder that they have hidden mm-hmm. somewhere with just a whole mm-hmm. bunch of news, like at least five different guys. So I just I don't I don't see guys delete news. I just don't. That's why I feel like if you want to send it to somebody, just know that you send it to somebody who's gonna have that shit forever. Right, but I just feel like. I don't know. Because I, I don't even. 
If my nigga, I better not catch that in his fucking phone. I know that much. And you're not going to have a phone. It's in his right. hidden album. I don't give you a fuck. Take- if I find it, that bitch is going in the lake. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Imagine looking through your nigga phone and somebody news pop and it's not you. It's oh my gosh, I'm seeing No, first of all, I'll have to check the I mean, I, I, you can't help I don't care. I don't care. Has old I, me personally, I don't care if you have something old in your phone. As long as it's just not recent in our same time frame of being together or talking, it is what it is. No, I'm deleting was. all of that in your phone. I'm going to delete all of it. If I see I, it, I, 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 I might not even be offended. Yeah, but but I, I wouldn't be mad, but. No, Michelle, what were you trying to say? I was like, I don't look through phones, though. Like, no, no, I don't either. Especially not photos. Photos? Yeah, yeah photos tell a story. Uh-uh. I know. That's, that's no, like, I'm not gonna whoo. lie. I would go through messages before I go through anybody's photos. I'm not gonna lie. I would uh, never go through unless I want to I bury met. myself that yeah, day. Okay. I was just okay. Um, I, I have I don't go through messages, but I have gone through photos and I stumbled across one of my other dudes in his phone. I was like, excuse me, what is going on here? I deleted his no. photo. I'm like, this never happened. But then I like, brought <laughs> it up months later. I'm just like, I don't want to look like I go through photos, but like I have to address the situation. No, niggas be lax. Why is you? I knew I had growth because somebody left their phone in front of me recently and I was, well, one, I don't even like to go through phones, but I was just like, niggas do not care. They literally will leave their or phone aside, out with, bro. No, with no, what do you mean? I don't go through phones. Yeah, but you said you grown. So which one is it? You have before you haven't. I've, I've actually never gone through somebody's phone. The most I did is swipe up to look at the notifications, but I've never gone through a guy's phone ever. I've never. I've I think only that's, looked, that, that's considered going through somebody's phone. I'm well, I've only done that once, and I haven't done it ever yeah. since then because what I saw from just that alone traumatized me. So, bitch, <laughs> right. I ain't never going to go through real phone. We all have nah. that moment that has traumatized never. us to not look through phones. Bro, no, we all have, but I'm not going to lie. One of my... One of my friends, she told me that um, something happened with her and her dude and I guess they got into it or whatever. And she asked, she she went through his phone and she got upset with him or whatever. And then she asked him for his password, right? Moving forward so they could move forward. And he gave it to her. And I'm like, I'm not going to lie. Like, Wait, what? I'm not going to lie. Like, if I have to do all that, I'm exiting at this and age. I'm sorry. He agrees to it. Ooh, he no. agreed to it. I was like, what? what? Just because it's like, I mean, if, on his end, he's probably just like, okay, well, let me keep the peace. But it's just like, I, I don't agree with it on her end. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I feel like at that point, if you really feel like you have to have someone's passcode, then that trust is just not there. And yeah. I'm not going to lie, though. I've had somebody's passcode before. I had somebody's but, passcode before, too. But I but I never, like, used it. Cause if you have, let's be real. If, you, if a nigga give you his passcode, he's monitoring that shit before it even gets to you. All them de- text messages is getting deleted. All them DMs is getting deleted, and you're not gonna see nothing any fucking ways. Let's be real. But the thing is, I feel like the main reason that he gave it to me is because he knew like I'm not the type to go through phones. I feel like it was like it was like a it was a a fake you out type shit. Cause one time having it, I went ahead and looked through it, and I was like, "Wow, you're bold." <laughs> 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 you are so bold. Like, why would you give me this power to destroy my? <laughs> That's the point. That's the point. But I have a. I have you a. Want to be hurt or happy? So you're happy with the passcode? Don't get hurt now. No, but <laughs> I have a friend whose a uh, girl asked for the passcode. He gave it to her, but he definitely monitors like before he goes home every day he definitely does. That's so stupid to me. Then why give it, dummy? Like, you probably got. I mean, because he wants peace at Gross. home, girl. 
shit. That's what I'm saying. Niggas be choosing peace, but again, like you're not ever gonna really get peace because that nigga gonna screen it before he walks through that door. Let's be real. As soon as I get a DM, deleting it, and I'll be like, send her my nah. -uh. As soon as a text message, delete thread. Call log deletes. If I if a nigga has my path, that's exactly what I'm doing. I'm deleting everything that you probably gonna think is sketchy, even if it's nothing, just because I don't want no questions about it. Mm -mm. Mm. But I mean, as advice to her, shit. What y'all say? Leave. Uh, get the hay, get that bread, and leave. Peace out. Just leave, girl. I'm sorry. Like, oh, like I've been in a situation similar, and like, just choose peace and move on. Like, it's just. I'm not about to sit here and fight you about a best friend. Like it's just it's me or the best friend, and, mm -hmm. and obviously it's the best friend in the situation. Because I feel like we don't give women's intuition enough credit. I feel like sometimes situations like that, we spend so much of the relationship trying to figure out what this is and what this was and all the other stuff. The point is, there's something in you that's telling you something about the situation is not clean. And honestly, you, another relationship that you're in is not going to feel like that, but this one does. For I feel like that's reason enough for you to dip because like something in the water is not clean, and you it may not even be her, it may be something else, but something is giving you the vibe that he's not being 100 honest with you, and I feel like that is enough reason for you to dip. Yeah, that that's true. It's crazy that you even said that because like I feel like I've been in relationships where it's like you know I've had the need where it's like I feel like I need to go through his, a nigga's phone, like I feel like I, something's going on where it's like I need to know, and I've been in a relationship even longer than that where it's like. I had no no reason to like not even an inkling to so yeah. just trust your intuition child if someone's telling you like this shit's off and it's really deeper than what it is and you voiced it to him and his like he belittles the situation I'm sorry like I don't don't try to tell me how to feel don't try to belittle how I feel don't try to tell me that it's not a big deal don't try to tell me that I'm overreacting like that's too big of a red flag for me thank you like you know and that like that that is one of like my pet peeves like if like you're feeling away about something a guy will quickly be like oh you're trying to argue that's not someone addressing something is not arguing they're trying to have a conversation you men need to learn how to talk about stuff instead of trying to brush it under the rug like stop trying to say a woman's so quick to get mad a woman's so quick to argue that's not no like if I'm they not come gonna at lie. you direct it's not arguing like what can we not talk <laughs> i'm not gonna lie in their defense though in like men's events in general because i've been on the opposite end where it's like nigga came at me like I was doing something and I genuinely was not so he was like more upset because he was just like I'm more mad at the fact that how you handling the situation like I'm telling you how I feel and like you kind of sweeping it under the rug I'm like I'm not, but I wasn't sweeping it under the rug I just thought it was fucking stupid because y'all like, were talking about it right no I ignored him after because I'm like Woody no because no, the way he came at me I'm not it threw me off I was like nah you yelling at me I'm not mm, yeah not. you can tell someone okay you don't have to yell but like sometimes like I feel like like when someone be talking with passion, it's, they're not yelling. They're just like talking like you're trying to argue. And it's like, I'm trying to talk with you. Why, why do you feel like we're arguing? But anyway. That's the worst mm -hmm. when someone tells you you're, you're arguing. Oh, it's like, no, like, I, I, I'm just trying to get how I feel out without escalating it. And unfortunately, I can't help that my tone may have rose or something like that. But I'm not trying to argue with you. I'm just trying to get my point across. Thank you. Like, <laughs> you know, and, and, and now you telling me I'm trying to argue. Makes it's going to turn into an argue. In this case, because I, I literally just had a situation like that. In this case, I just kind of like, you know what? I'm not talking about this no more because I don't have time for people to try to make it seem I'm trying to argue. And I'm not arguing. I'm not even I don't even like to argue with a dude I like. That's just stupid no. to me. I seen so, something a meme and it was like, I need to, I'm trying to stay away from people who uh, activate my argumentative nature. And I'm like, yes, like some people really just bring that out in you. So I'm just like, you oh, yeah, away from them. Mm -mm, they'd be ready to ruin your day. 
<laughs> you like you see that thing where it's like damn like you come to somebody for a piece of body y'all end up fucking arguing like damn nigga, yeah. you're not even my piece bro mm. but all right so we can move on chat nobody has a petty chronicle this week so everyone is going to share something petty, small. That no, Jory, you, Jory, you have a petty chronicle. No, I literally do not. Y'all keep saying the, that what you said was a petty chronicle. I went off on a nigga. I hung up in his face, and uh, thirty seconds later, I turned around and I called him again. Was I petty? so you were petty? Yes, yes, that's your petty that's chronicle. Petty you were petty. Chronicle. Yes, it is. Man, that's that's hella petty. Why would you if you hang up on me and you call me back, you're fucking petty. And I'm not gonna answer to be even more petty because what are you talking about? But like, he answered though. Yeah, yeah he's pet just as petty. But, but now honestly, it's crazy like what emotions can do, like when you're on your cycle, like bro, like you'll literally go from like crazy to not crazy or crazy. What did I just say? You'll go from crazy to not crazy and back and forth, like back and whatever. Any emotion I felt on my cycle, I feel like I felt it in real time. These are my emotions and this is how I feel. I'm not blaming it on mother nature. I'm not blaming it on the human body. Girl, I was in full the, the thing is, I was going off on him, hung up in his face, called him back and was talking about the end of that conversation. I was giggling and laughing. I'm like, what, am I psycho? Oh my, yeah. <laughs> my psycho? Like, what is wrong with me? Not giggling yeah. and laughing, child. Yeah, by the end of it. So was I petty or? Yeah, yes. you were petty. You yeah, were petty. thank you. But at the same time, I think hanging up on somebody is petty. Yeah, no, yeah. any any like abrupt ending is rude and petty. But it I is mean, rude. Yeah. I was just mad and I was going on a tangent. I was like, you know what? Why am I even wasting my breath? Click. And then I literally called back and was like, and actually, I have more to add. And then I, had, I added what I had to add. But I've done that before. So it is what it is. But yeah. mainly because when you, when I think I hung up afterwards, I was like, shit, I called back. <laughs> I feel no. like hanging up and not calling back is when it's like yikes. Have y'all ever had someone close the door on you while you was talking? Oh my god! <laughs> what do you mean? I think that would act crazy. No, like you know, and like honestly, that's how I know I've grown because like the old me would have been banging on that door open, and and I would have showed someone what yelling is about. Wait, what? So were y'all not in the same room? No, like, so literally I was leaving and like, you know, I had mentioned something and I guess like, you know, they didn't want to hear it. And like, they're like, oh, that's when they started to try to tell me, why are you yelling? I'm like, I'm not yelling. It's because we're outside and you feel like people are listening, but I'm not yelling. And so finally I try to keep going this ah. and close the door and I heard him lock it. I said, did you bang on it? No, I walked away because it's like, what the fuck? I like banging outside of a dude's door. Ah. You know, a very very lengthy text message afterwards like nah we're done because one thing about me you cannot like one thing i do not do not hang up the phone on me and do not that closing the door on somebody is so disrespectful we have nothing to talk about we have nothing to talk about but an apology and even after that we don't have nothing to talk about because it's like why would you close the door on somebody yeah no i'm not gonna lie that's disrespectful and and i'm probably i'm gonna say i'm not gonna talk to you and hope that i can stick to it but who knows yeah no and hope but you know what i'm saying but because i'm a woman i have emotions probably like exactly but like no but i'm gonna hope right now we're not talking (laughs) yeah it's closed when you close that mm, door the door is closed but yeah joy you're petty for sure well, all right, sis. It is what it is. <clears throat> I gave my little petty chronicle too, so it wasn't petty. I wasn't petty, so the dude mm-hmm. was petty. I feel like I would activate my crazy. Like, have y'all ever been in a situation where a guy has done something to you and like your mind just clicked and you're just like, bro, like, what the fuck? I, yeah. I could fight yeah. you. 
I th- oh yeah. <laughs> and in order to prevent, bro, I don't, I've been in a situation. I think I've told this story on the podcast before. I mean, I'm not definitely not going in full details. You'd have to go back and listen, but yeah. Um, some shit happened. We were together and the way I wanted to like put my hands on him, the way I wanted to destroy everything, his fucking room and the way I like, so he had a dresser and I, I, I to this day, I regret not knocking everything off of that fucking dresser. I, I regret it. Cause I'm like, you honestly deserved it. Cause I know I can't put my hands on you. So I started just taking everything off his bed, take everything off his couch and just throwing it. Cause I was like, you got me fucked up. But when I look back, like I should have chose violence in a lot more situations. Oh, no, I, yes. I should have. I should have. I should have chose violence because it's just I like, <laughs> you, but like you I see you say that, George. The one time I did choose violence, I regret it. Uh, <laughs> I regretted it. I was like, why did I do that? It's not me. I mean, he deserved it, but still, like, I was just like, why did I do all that? Yeah. I mean, the most violent thing I've done is throw my keys at somebody, and like, it almost hit them. And like, I remember after doing, it, I was just like. I, why did I do that? <laughs> like, this looks crazy, and like I'm just emotional. And like, nah, but so, but now I agree with you, Jory. There's been plenty of situations where I'm just like, damn, I really should have just like woke it up one time, just so right. they know. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I am not the one to be playing these games with. Please, big facts. So, anyways, we're gonna move into these current events. Oh my god! So speaking of like. Niggas being in at the crazy and uh, getting all kinds of reactions, y'all. Summer Walker got something for us. She dropped her new album. Still over it. How do y'all feel about it so far? I love it. Which Only got the song three. Mm-mm. I've been I've been kind of busy, so it's like I've been listening to it everywhere I go all the time. Yeah. But things I have I haven't really been able to really hear the lyrics like I would like to. But I've been jamming to them enough to the point where like it's carrying a tune. You know what I mean? But I'm not really listening mm-hmm. to the words. I haven't been able to go from start to finish yet, but yeah. I have like done like some skipping around things like that. I like the album, and I know a lot of people like have like a lot of like different opinions because I guess they're saying like they're not in their feelings or like they haven't been hurt enough to like feel like that but i just like it just in general yeah because yeah, even when i listen to her old album like i'm confused like it was a vibe like i never felt like yeah oh, my feelings i could just relate yeah. to it you know so it's like i wasn't necessarily expecting to hear this album and, and be crying or anything like that so it's like, yeah i don't know but i'm not gonna lie y'all if I, I I've listened, I listened, I gave like maybe two good listens and I still have to like go in and do my, but each time I did not like Sierra's prayer. I'm so sorry. I don't know why the fuck she added that on there. And I think she could have kept and did without that. And it was just, and I was even when she put out the track list, I was thinking, oh, maybe she's just talking and then she called it a prayer. It's a full blown get on your knees and talk to Jesus. I'm it's like, was it the same prayer she gave on Red Table Talk? I don't know, but I don't, I don't, I, even before him, I'm not trying, sorry, see, I love Sierra and I love her relationship with Russell and I'm happy for my good sis, but I don't want to hear shit that she has to say. I'm not on the album. I'm sorry. I don't. So I was Did you like, listen to it from start to finish? The album? Like yeah, in order? Mm-hmm. Okay. Cause a lot of people said everything like it was just because of the, um, the, it's, it's, an, it's kind of like an interlude you know. to no kind of like it told a story so they said it was like it was like a good ending to the story it was like serious prayer and that's why they kind of liked it because she pretty much starts off the album defending him like oh this is my man i fuck with him his baby mamas ain't shit to at the end being like no i want a new nigga i'm gonna pray for a better nigga so I she yeah i don't it's sierra's voice maybe i don't know what it is i just was like i could have done without it all right well yeah i liked it i don't i also don't think like who is that nigga i don't you don't have to because everybody was putting so much pressure like oh well right 
I, but first of all, I hate how people just drop think pieces all the fucking time about things that don't even require it. So somebody was like, oh, well, I'm not broken. So this this is not the music for me. And it's just like, you don't have to be broken. Just listen to the music. No, it's literally, music. you did. I, it's crazy you say that because I saw someone today say, you know, I'm so tired of this um, broken hearted single mom a black woman story and i was just like y'all what y'all decided to like take it there like yeah just music mm. yeah people just really yes. hate for no reason but sis is doing what needs to be done she all like i think all, her last four albums or mixtapes whatever were like the top four on apple so she's doing what needs to i mean <laughs> so I I found out about this like a year ago. I think like during the yeah. pandemic, like some page was like dedicated to exposing her and her fiance, pretty much saying like, I guess she, I think that's so funny. A page dedicated to just trying to bring somebody down. I just trying to bring out the real. It's just yeah. hilarious to me. People have been scammed. Like, I, and, and the thing is, like, even when they finally announced that she was being like tried by the attorney general, people were like, yeah, one person like the, this page was dedicated. And I'm like, I'm sure they feel so happy. Like finally the charges are coming for her. But I guess pretty much like, her and her husband were advertising that they would help small businesses like develop an app or that she was like showing them how they could develop like because you know her sprinkle juices app i think that's pretty much the angle she's pushing like oh we can help you guys start off an app or we can help you figure out how to grow your business but she was taking people's money and never coming with a finishing project product so this happened to multiple people over and over and over and over again and that's what that instagram page was dedicated to doing so i'm actually glad she's getting what's coming to her because she never wavered never made it on her page never talked about it on her page but it's just like girl these this is too many people saying that you've scammed them for 20 to for thousands of dollars and it's like for you to just uphold this image like you're so perfect is very wild to me whatever they say she did she did that shit Period. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, a lot of people have been saying for a while that like she's just fraud, you know. But you know what the crazy part is? It's like, do y'all remember at one point like when everyone was following Sprinkle of Jesus, and then yeah. all of a sudden, like they just started to get That's very like crunchy. problematic. Yeah, shifty. Like some, even some of their posts. I'm like, this, this is not godly. Like, what is going on? This is low key borderline <laughs> shade room. What is this? <laughs> I unfollowed them quickly after after the shift. I was like, I can't support this page anymore. I remember one time that there was like Jesus said, "Block him." Sit. It was like a lot did of stuff Jesus did not what, say what that. Verse? What verse? Jesus did yeah. not say that. Please calm down. What verse did he like, insinuate that? Please put it, cite it, please. <laughs> no, honestly, oh, no. no. I mean, that's what you get though. You know, what I mean, when you do when you do wrong for so long, it gonna it gonna come up. It'll catch up with you because like this is not the first time this has happened to people. That's what you have to do in this situation because it's just like you never know. Like I feel like even just the other day, I seen a post where like some girl out of Miami was selling hair, but I guess apparently she was shipping out like pre made wigs from overseas, and like people were like firing her up, like why am I paying you thousands of dollars if you're literally buying wigs from? china that don't look like the quality in your head so it's just like until people I, start complaining and make these pages like at least other people are at risk to be finessed so I yeah, like, it's like shout out to people that take it upon themselves to like help other people out not get scammed like what who wants to send thousands of dollars and like the product you get doesn't even equal that like come on now. oh my god like yeah. people on here be making little quick businesses and just run away with your money mm-hmm. very child all right. Well, what I was going to bring up because, well, first and foremost, before I do bring it up, I do want to say rest in peace to everybody who lost their life 
um, at the festival Astro World. Um, it happened in Houston, Texas, just a couple, not even a couple of days ago. I think yesterday, or the day before yesterday. So um, by the time you guys hear this, it's going to be a couple of days from now. But we do want to send um, our healing energy and prayers to the people who lost friends and people who actually were there because I'm sure that's a traumatic, yeah. um, you know, traumatic thing to experience. But um with that being said i just i don't know like i don't i mean if y'all haven't heard what happened um travis scott put on his festival that he does i don't know if it's yearly i don't he does it pretty often asteroid and it's built up this likeness to where it's like it's almost like a mini coachella you know it's so many people are there yeah so many people go just for travis scott and sometimes he brings brings out other artists i guess sometimes he does it but the setup is you know i could see why people would want to go and you know have a good time it looks like a fun time um and he so this year he bought out drake at roddy rich um i honestly don't know who else that's the only people i people i saw but at the festival by the end of the festival towards the end of the festival or maybe they ended early who knows there was is it eight or eleven confirmed it 11 confirmed it. Um, nobody has said, had a reason yet. Like I, it's under, right now it's under investigation. So there's no reason as to why they were pronounced dead, but there's a lot of different stories from people who were actually there. Some people were saying that um, it was been going around saying that it was drugs. Some people were saying that like it had nothing to do with drugs. Like it was just so crowded. Like people couldn't breathe. Um, a couple of people went into cardiac arrest. Um, so there's a lot, there's a lot of like stories behind like what happened or not, but um, the main topic that I've been seeing around is like where the blame should be placed on. And a lot of people are either talking, a lot of people are saying that are placing it on Travis Scott himself because they were saying that he should have, he knew that he should have shut the concert down. Um, there was, it, it was happening towards the back of the festival. And I don't know if you guys have ever been to a festival or just a concert, like it's a crowd, like literally a football field full of people and they were chanting that he should shut the concert down or stop stop the concert because there was a lot going on in the back and there wasn't like enough medical attention so they're saying that you know travis scott should be the one that takes the blame because had he stopped some of them would have been saved or maybe you know they would have caught it early enough to um, call for medical attention but by the time everything was caught by the time everybody caught on like it was kind of too late so yeah i don't know like i i it's, it's, it's a really touchy subject because like I don't really see what the so I haven't seen a solid argument as to why the blame should be placed on Travis Scott for the simple fact that like when I saw that crowd bro there's not 50 people that can talk in the back and Travis Scott will hear it there's that crowd it was so big I could see how Travis Scott didn't know what the hell was going on I could see how like you know, so I just I don't see why the blame should be placed on him. Now, if they're wanting him to be responsible for like holding that, you know, big of an event, you know, and they're not being medical attention. I don't even know if that will fall on him. Maybe that will fall on the venue or maybe that will fall on, you know, anybody else. But I just don't see like what because one comment that I did see was like Travis Scott himself has stopped concerts for less. And it's just like but it's, again, looking at the crowd, I don't understand how he would have known what was going on in the very, very uh, back. I really see, don't know. This is video. If you saw the full video, he actually did know because he actually stopped yes. the concert the, and he like, said, yeah. he said, hey, um, someone passed out up here. He, he was it was Travis Scott saying, hey, mm -hmm. someone, someone come I up saw here. That video. We need. Yeah. They, and then started another song up again. 
So See, clearly, but, but, you no, 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 no. Well, Nikki, you can't say that. And the reason why I say that because one person passing out as opposed to people dropping dead in the back is different. If you're in a crowd full of people, I'm not gonna lie. Probably somebody like me would have passed out, and I don't have any like you know, I don't have any health problems. I don't because that's a big crowd and it's just being claustrophobic. I could see how that could happen. And I think it's happened before to where it's like normal, not, not, you know, trying to make light of the situation. I'm just saying like somebody passing out as opposed to people dying in the back is completely different. That's normal for concerts like that. Yeah. Let me say why I feel like Travis Scott should be held accountable, right? One of the major reasons I feel like he should be held accountable is because it's his concert. Like I'm not, that person that feels like we need to shield people from responsibility or anything like that. Cause let's be honest, if someone throws a party and somebody gets hurt, who, who are we looking at? The person whoever threw the party. Threw the party. And then they, mm-hmm. this is your, your, this is your name on it. So at the end mm-hmm. of the day, the only person who needs to take accountability is you. You threw this festival. If you need to take accountability for not being completely hands-on, if you need to take accountability for not making sure there were enough medics, you need to be, take accountability for overselling tickets. Mm-hmm. But for the main, because because he sold 100K tickets, maybe 50K showed up, maybe that's, but you oversold tickets yeah. for an event that was already too late. Another thing, you only had one main stage. You had nothing going on while you were on stage. So, so people had no choice but to crowd that main stage. 50K facing one stage, it was bound to happen. But the main reason why I feel like he needs to take accountability is because Travis Scott, the behavior that happened at a concert, he promotes. Not only does he promote it, he encourages it. Travis Scott was arrested in 2017 at Lollapalooza for inciting violence. He literally was arrested on stage for inciting violence, uh, encouraging people to jump the barricades. Mind you, Mm. when you jump barricades, not only are you, um, you're putting people at risk who are there, you're, you're over, they're they're already understaffed. So if if you're encouraging people to hop barricades, you'll know what they have. So we can hop the barricades with a gun and shoot everybody else. You'll be putting everyone who came through the security at risk. On top of that, when he, when these tickets were released, they sold out really quickly. So he even said he encouraged people to rage. He encouraged people. Okay. We're, uh, he encouraged people to come who didn't have tickets. Right. On top of that. Did he like, did he tweet that out? He tweeted it May 5th of this year afterwards. Cause his, his tickets did get, sold out really quickly so he tweeted something along the lines of and and i'm gonna look out for the people uh I, I, if i could pull the tweet i'll find it but he pretty much encouraged people to come and rage and hop security and all the other stuff he doesn't care you know but that's his whole that's his whole that's his whole vibe right this is his personality this is his brand he's all about just like Being riding all the other stuff, which is cool right which is cool let that be your brand but videos I have seen people putting out there where if this is going to be your brand, if this is going to be your MO, teach people how to rage responsibly. And this is why everybody's mad because a video right now is going viral of Lincoln Park when they performed, somebody passed out, they stopped their show. And they were like, somebody's passed out, help them up. And they, they were like, we understand y'all are here to have fun, but if, so, if you see somebody fall, you pick them up. He's like, somebody falls, what do you do? The crowd said, pick them up. And he was telling like, this is this is what happens. The reason we, we want y'all to raise, we want y'all to feel safe. We want people here to feel protected. And that was what he was promoting as well. But the problem is, Travis, he encourages people to rage, but once they rage, and then what? You don't yeah. encourage safety. You don't encourage anything like that. So when things like this happen, honestly, something like this was bound to happen. It was it was a train wreck waiting to happen. This, this is the... What happens when you don't take safety into account? You have people who are under the age of 18 at your concerts. People are not checking IDs. People are on drugs. It's so crowded. People can't even get to the water stations. You, they only had one AED. One AED. That's what I mm, want to talk about. One, one AED. AED. Bag. For, for 100,000 people 000. or 100,000 tickets, you sold 50,000 showing up. How does that you, make sense? I want to know how that got past the city. Yeah. And then when you 
when I but was the that Whiskey concert, Travis, though? wouldn't that fall on the so what that not to say that should fall on like one of his workers that was behind like checking making sure all that stuff was available because they're like different people play like a position on his team and like someone should have made sure like you know there's for on safety. the workers or on the event staff I'm sorry, but, the, the venue like, staff. that's that's a, that's, but, an, that's an emergency that, preparedness thing mm-hmm. so it's like even when yeah. it comes down to and i took a course on that in grad school and to me it's just like when a concert is planned like that that's up to the emergency preparedness department within the health department to make sure that those things are set in stone so at the end of the day yeah it, it probably should fall on travis and them but at the end of the day, no it's the gonna city, fall into them the city who was over that yeah they should have made sure that they had that stuff in place so it's kind of just mm-hmm. like there's blame to go everywhere but i feel like it's kind of unfair yeah. to put sole blame on him on he's travis, just the artist. yeah no, yeah. I don't think that Travis should get so blamed, but but do I feel like he deserves to leave scotch free? I don't, especially when I was at Whiskey concert. When I tell you there was yes, and, and as soon as that pushing happened, they stopped. We, they stopped it. They stopped, and he did, and he did not keep singing until everyone they got out under what the control. Hell was going yeah. on. So it's possible to stop a concert, and it's not stopping. Just oh, make sure it's stopping to see what the hell is even happening. Like cut the music off, everything. What's going on? You see an ambulance in your crowd, and you're still performing. Figure, I don't care if it's just like, okay, we're going to take a brief intermission and, and tap in and set, you know what I mean? I just feel like as an artist, you, you cannot afford to be that blind to things. And honestly, I feel like holding Travis Scott accountable will make sure other artists from here on out and moving forward, they pay attention to things like yeah. this. I feel like, no, is it just Travis Scott's fault? No, but does he get to hop on Instagram and start rubbing his head and think that, that apology is going to cut it? Because that no. apology was BS. He could have kept yeah, it. Yeah, it was very No, he didn't need to. I don't know. Ooh, with his PR team, he did not need to post that. Yeah, someone said fire department. Yeah. It did not make no, sense. No, but no, yeah, that's one thing. So yeah. that's one thing I will say because after all this, like, and me kind of like, okay, I'm on the side with Travis, like, and then just kind of seeing that apology, it just was like, I, I mean, I think he, I, I don't know, it just, it, it almost kind of seemed backhanded. I don't know what about it seemed backhanded, but it just did. Like, set the camera down, look at the camera in, the, in people's faces and tell them, like, look, this is how I feel. Like, it's giving, like, I got caught. I'm a nigga who got caught in my lie type shit. And that's it's just, I don't know. It just seemed back in. So maybe it was triggering, but I don't know. So I, I just like, I kind of agree with Joy. Like, I don't feel like all the blame should be placed, but now I do understand. Um, I understand um, Michelle's point of view as well. So it's just a little difficult, but I don't know. Like, I think the, the, the argument that I was seeing specifically was like, Oh, he heard them saying, stop the, stop the um stop the concert and he didn't do anything which i truly don't believe that because it was so many people there like again a hundred people chanting it wouldn't change anything as far as him hearing it but yeah the only thing i didn't like was when that lady girl was telling the cameraman like people are dying people are dead and he was talking about get off the stage ignored her but you'll have to think in that in that situation. Can you imagine how many mm-hmm. concerts that these people have done and people have bummed ourselves? Yeah. That stuff? If in that moment, they're not truly listening. I would hope that yeah. in that moment, they're not truly listening. Hey, this is what this person is saying. He probably thinks she's trying to bum rush the stage and get in the way of his camera. He's just trying to do his right. job. So in my head, like, I don't think people really were trying to take them serious. And I think yeah. that needs to be something that's changed. Like, OK, if, and if this was to happen again, cameraman the artist on stage if somebody is saying something like this then maybe you, it's not that big of a deal to stop and kind of yeah what are you saying only only thing i'm confused on with the festival itself like why there was not that many like security in place just to like yeah. you know kind of apprehend the crowd because like to me like i've been to concerts and i've seen like security everyone posted up different places because it's like you just yeah, and nothing is getting past security you know what i'm saying the fact but that so many people were nothing. able to jump that barricade yeah. and get people that didn't even pay for concert get in what like jump it they knocked it down 
Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I'm just like, po- like Even there wasn't enough police there. there. Like that's what I'm saying. Was, like, where were the po- like, yeah, like I, I feel was like so much honestly, going. And I think, and honestly, that might be what it is about like Astro World. It might be that it's not that that's why people like it so much because it's not as tight knit. It's like it's so open. Bella. It's not because you know they already said that rolling out is like the a fed event. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it might that's probably why people do like it because it's like they know they can get away with a lot but, more. Honestly. But to me, like concerts festivals you should not be able to get away with anything like oh yeah at the end no, of the day, it's always sure. safety first because at the end of the day, some, anything for can sure. happen for example for sure. even like the like I, don't, I hate to bring up the paris shooting like can you imagine like there if they didn't have that much security around like you, that's to me a kind of like a liability issue like why do y'all not have enough nah, like security workers or police issue. officers on site no one nothing like no, I think everybody dropped the ball on that one. Like the whole city of Houston, the whole city of Houston dropped the ball on that. That's not yeah. Travis Scott's doing. That's the city of Houston. Yeah. Oh, and they'll be paying up too, so they better be prepared. Oh, oh for sure, they better prepare they themselves. What? Yeah, because even it just sucks. Even Ariana Ariana Grande oh, with the, I was just oh my bring that up with the, with the bomb. You know, with the Manchester yeah. bombing. I feel yeah. like she took so much responsibility for that. She didn't even she did. Need to it wasn't even her fault. Unfortunate yeah. thing. But it's like I just don't see that ha- even happening in Travis. I just don't. And all those um headlines, those tackless, tacky ass headlines talking about Kylie Jenner and Chris Jenner are safe. Like. Ain't nobody checking for them. Nobody's oh, checking. I haven't, I haven't even seen that. Honestly, Kylie could have kept quiet too, because girl. Wait, what did she say? Came no, out she got mad because I'm like she got, because I wanted her stories that she deleted. You saw her like she's like I guess she's showing the crowd. As you she's showing the crowd, you see like the the lights of the ambulance in the crowd. Like mm-hmm. so someone's just like sis, you cannot be this tone deaf. Like you literally posted an ambulance there and y'all still were like that oblivious like y'all trying to act like y'all didn't know what's going on but did she put a caption on it or anything is she saying no it was just like it was just like videoing it or whatever so she deleted it and i think it took her a while to respond but like i think the next travis wasn't aware i'm like girl yeah i see her she kind of kept that too she kind of broken and devastated my thoughts and prayers are with all those who lost their lives or injured or affected in any way by yesterday's events and also travis who also, for Travis, who knows I care deeply for his fans in the Houston community, I want to make it clearly aware we weren't aware of fatalities until the news came out after the show and in no world would have continued filming or performing. I am sending my deepest condolences to all the family members during this difficult time and will be praying for the healing of everyone who's been infected and impacted. It sucks because maybe he really didn't know people were dying. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, I'm, I'm, maybe, I, I, really honestly, maybe he really I don't. didn't know. Like because he knew people were passing out, but I don't think yeah. he knew people were like straight up dying. Because and, and honestly, to to be, I'm not I'm not a performer, but I could only imagine just somebody who performs at so many big crowds to see an ambulance is, is unfortunately it's not like a big deal. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like that in a big crowd, somebody's gonna break a leg. Somebody's gonna. But something's gonna happen. moving through the crowd, I feel like at least you should stop and be like, let the ambulance. You know what I mean? Let the ambulance through or something. Like yeah. the ambulance couldn't even but, move. People were hopping on top of the ambulance and dancing. But we also mm. need, that's the thing. We also need to, to talk about the etiquette of the crowd. It's bro, like, bro, there, so many people. Like, yeah. So people. many people were actually like getting in the way of like stopping people from being able to like render care to people oh, that were yeah. actually needing it. So that's they another thing. I think that we have to like, we, I don't know where we need to talk about it, but we have to talk about the glorifying of these celebrities it's the like idol worship is getting too much yes it's it's too much it's too much to the point where it's like now you're stopping someone from being able to perform cpr on somebody because you want to jump on a 
on an ambulance on a go kart. It doesn't make oh, sense. Oh yeah, no, Not this girl. <laughs> I was I was just gonna say I knew his fans was different when he ever released when he released that that shit that he did on uh Netflix. I, first, I watched the first ten minutes and I saw his I was like I'm out I'm done like he on a different type of vibe different type of time like his Bro, fans are literally insane. If you see because even like his merch for the show was so like creepy like it's it was, on the other side and so a lot of people were just like it's gonna be so eerie like watching like wearing that shirt knowing that a lot of people passed away like at that mm-hmm. festival Not and a lot. The even girls, people still posting astroworld pictures i'm like yeah i was like no i'm like they should have kept the them room. in the drafts kept them in yeah, the yeah like, y'all still trying to flex like let's not do this and then uh, another girl's room, account please. was so creepy because she said something where she was like um she was one of the girl she was one of the people who hopped um, on the little platform, whatever, to encourage like, the camera guy to, because they have headpieces or earpieces or whatever. So she was trying to let them know, like, please stop the show. There are people are dying. And some other boy was like, someone just dropped dead on somebody's kid. I'm trying to save his life. And she was like, and the weirdest thing happened in that moment. She was, I turned towards the crowd and the crowd actually started booing me. And I was like, that's actually creepy. Like, imagine hopping somewhere and trying to tell people someone's dead. Someone is dead in here. And they're looking at you like, relax, stop the shows. Uh, no, relax, chill out, shut up. Like, that's creepy as hell that's why i was just like hell no i can understand why some people were just like i had to leave because mm-hmm. it's too much like you're sitting there and just like bodies all around you like i for one i think that that eight number i think that's false i think it's a big cover-up i feel like there's a lot more people dead than just eight and that's gonna come mm-hmm. out later because i mean god forbid hopefully not but yeah i don't know i mean I, it, again just to just just to be in a big crowded area like I can just, I can see how the confusion is. Cause even for like, again, no comparison, but for carnival, when I went to Miami carnival, it's in a big ass feet, like miles it goes on. And there's so many people. So at the end, like I did see people like passed out drunk. And it's like, for me, it was, I was drunk myself. So it was like, Oh, you know, this is somebody else just drunk. At one point I sat on the floor and like, I was about to fall asleep. Cause I was like, I'm so tired. But like, and I'm sure people were, nobody stopped me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like nobody was like, Oh, you know, so it just, I don't know, like just being, I just, I'm so sorry. I, I hate that it happened. Jesus. But mm-hmm. again, prayers to everybody involved in that situation. So I don't know if y'all want to move on on that note or. Okay. So we're going to go ahead and jump into the topic. Um, today's topic is about triggers. I think it's going to be very, I don't know. I I, I want to say it might be very triggering, but I would hate for that to be the case. <laughs> but um what are some of you guys triggers in a relationship Um, i don't know it's it's really hard to differentiate like what makes me mad and what triggers me because i could say that like lying is a trigger but it's like that just bothers me because it's just like why the fuck are you lying? i don't think that's a trigger i don't think it like takes me to a place or whatever so Mm -hmm. um Mm-hmm. And I guess to clarify, like, I'll explain like what a trigger is or like what it can be associated with. So, for example, let's say you're somewhere talking to somebody um, and it just reminds you of like something that's happened into the past or it's like you can be somewhere and you can you can eat something, smell something like remember like something like that, hear a certain song. And it just literally takes you to the, like some that place that I guess it's essentially established the trigger to begin with so in regards to like relationships like 
Crystal shared hers. Does anybody else have a trigger for them? Oh, I said I didn't. Mine is when people yell at me. I'm not going to lie. That's very triggering. When people yell at me, it's like it just takes me to. And I can explain why, but I'll let everybody else go ahead. I'll say, well, I, I don't, this isn't a trigger for me anymore, but what used to be a trigger for me was like, I hate when like people's phone rings, they don't answer it. And that really was just because I felt like I was dealing with somebody who I feel like some answer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not you going back to that place, talking about answering yeah, your phone. I wish I would have saw was, Michelle's face. <laughs> that was coming from a different place. So after that, like if someone's phone ring, like in my head, I'm thinking like, it could be something as stupid as just like, you know, sometimes your phone, you don't want to pick it up. But I'm always just looking at the corner of my eye, like just like, why you didn't pick that phone call up? Like, why are you not yeah. picking up your phone? You know what yeah. I mean? But right. I've worked past that now. But before that, I used to, who that used to just take me back. But you know what, Michelle? I'm not going to lie. That's actually my trigger as well. Mm-hmm. And I'm still trying to like work on that because even today, I low-key came in my boyfriend sideways because... I didn't hear from him until like the afternoon and I, and I didn't like that. Cause I'm like, you clearly saw that I had called you. And it's another thing that made me mad was that he posted that he was on, ch- he was at church on Instagram. I feel like if you're able to post that you're on, in- that you're at church, you are able to send a text message and be like, Hey, I'm at least alive. Like don't have anyone over here wondering like, Hey, he went out last night. Is he okay? Mm-hmm. Did he yeah. make it home? You know, like, so that really is a trigger. I can't lie. Yeah. You know what's crazy? Somebody tried to tell me that I was motherly because I said that, like, oh, like, you weren't even let me know you were alive. And he's like, you're acting like my mom. Like, why would I not be alive? And I'm just like, bro, like, you're not going to make me feel guilty because I just want to make sure you're okay. Like, if we haven't communicated yeah. on the time and I say, I just want to make sure you're alive. So like, you're going to the most extreme. You're acting like a mom. And I'm just like, damn, like, am I acting like a mom or, or, or am I just, am I supposed to be genuinely concerned? You're just being right concerned. Like, yeah, so I feel like no. I was low key gaslighting because it was like a damn, like, that, oh my gosh that gaslighting is another trigger that i was definitely was just gonna say that that is such a huge trigger for me like if i present an issue and you act like it's not an issue or you try to act like i'm tripping that bothers me to my core like yeah. i do not like when people gaslight me like please don't do that because if i'm telling you how i feel like i'm i've sat and i process it yeah i know that i feel this way don't don't yeah. do that that's also my trigger as well gaslighting mm-hmm. like that's a big trigger and like mm-mm Mm-mm. but yeah that's a gaslighting is a trigger for me i'm trying to think like think. what's a trigger for me like i don't even know if this is like a trigger or if it's trauma but like recently somebody said to me he was like oh like you have like you're very prideful and it instantly just took me back to like a conversation i had with a guy like years and years and years ago where he told me like i i was too prideful and i listened to him and i i, I lowered my walls and i became very open and vulnerable and he took advantage of that yeah. so it was like for some another guy to say like oh you're prideful and i'm just like bro like the last nigga who said that to me took advantage of that so it's like yeah. do i open up again and do i allow you to get past this moment or do i like you know like it was just really bad because it literally took me back like years and years and years ago and i'm just like bro like this actually really fucking sucks because why yeah because like even um another trigger for me too is being called sensitive because me personally like it's hard for me to like you know open up and like react mm-hmm. to certain things so when i do and i build like you said like when i become vulnerable like in a vulnerable moment i start sharing things or stuff like that and then you all of a sudden you're just being too sensitive it's just like wait what why would that's t- no that that sends me back 
like mm-hmm. it just or yeah. just like everyone mm-hmm. like you like, like Paulette said like you finally open up and you're like telling them like hey this is how I feel and it's you take everything personal yeah and it's just like, like yeah. literally Dang. and and it sucks because like they try to use that against you and just like no like you know the type of person I was when you met me so now that you got to know me we've grown like you should know now like these kind of words and stuff like that is going to kind of like hit me harder because it's like why would if you care about me why you call me sensitive like I don't think I'm being sensitive and not even just that it's just like bro you literally sat here and called me prideful and I'm going out of my way to express that you yeah whatever to hurt my feelings and under normal circumstances I would have kept it to myself and then now that I'm yeah. with you, you're going to sit here and call me sensitive yeah, bro, yeah. that is Thank manipulation you. bro it's that like, is like manipulation. are you kidding me like you want me to open up and when I do now I'm sensitive I'm like all A, B, Z, whatever you want to call it. And it's just like, bro, that's actually really not normal for you to do that. But anyway, so in regard to your triggers, like, do you guys know like where they stem from? Like, do you, like, I guess for me, like how I said, like, it took me back to like a specific conversation. Like, do you guys remember like where some of your triggers came from in a sense? Yeah. <laughs> what you say, niggas? Nah, facts. Nah. Okay, I would. Yeah, niggas. But the one, the yelling at me. I'm just. It's, it's came from growing, being raised in an African household. Yeah, that's just really what it is. And I'm be honest, like it's specifically when people yell my name, like I hate that. Just it just sounds like very, very. I, I don't know what it is about that. And it's just because like. I, it's like the way my mom used to yell my name, and it wasn't even when I was just in trouble. Like it just was like. I need you to do this. I need you. It, I don't know. Something triggered. It's just growing up. The way I grew up, that's what it, it's very triggering. I don't know. I'll work mm-hmm. through it eventually. But everything else is because of niggas, child. The shit that I've been through, like okay. the whole gaslighting thing, which it's like, I can say, I'm not, I can say that the whole gaslighting thing comes from niggas, but like, I feel like when friends do it too, it's equally as offensive. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. if anybody was, it's equally offensive. So mm-hmm. I don't, I, and, and I've been in a situation where a friend did it and it, it hurt my feelings just as much. So I don't think that one came from niggas, but I'm just going to blame them just because. Yeah. But I feel like, think, go ahead, Michelle. I was going to say, I feel like gaslighting is, I mean, I feel like that would make anyone feel a kind of way. So I think it's important. Like when we talk about triggers, like we need to know, like triggers you to do what? Cause like something like when you say something triggers you, it's like it may like trigger you to like shut down or triggers you like we also need to talk about what is triggering you to do. Cause some of these things it's like it's gonna hurt you because it's hurtful, you know. So yeah, I, not know, because it's a trigger, you know, not because it's yeah. a trigger. But it's like it's like oh, if somebody cussed at me. That's a trigger. It's like well, should nobody be cussing at you, sis? Don't let don't let nobody call that a trigger. They out of line, you know. What yeah. I mean? But yeah. if it's like if it's something like that that triggers you to like into like a two day state of depression, it's like oh no, this is a different yeah. like this is an actual trigger, you know. Yeah, yeah. I think Which for me I personally, honestly, I think that a lot of my triggers actually go back from go stem from just arguments I've had like with people like throughout my like my life you know and I feel like when people use certain words towards you especially whenever it's like a repetitive thing and they realize that it's something that actually bothers you I think that that's whenever it becomes a trigger for me you know and then for me personally like what it triggers me to do is just just to shut down like I don't have anything else to say after that point because yeah I feel like you've now used this, you're using this word to get a certain rise out of me. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to let you get that rise out of me. So instead of me going, continuing to go back and forth with you, I'm just going to shut up. Yeah. 
Like, um, I can kind of relate to what you're saying because, like, back in the day, like, growing up, like, you know, I used to, like, you know, not saying, like, I was a bully, but, like, I was very, like, defensive all the time, you know, and finally, like, I got, you know, grew up through that. So, like, I remember someone used to always call me a bully, and to me, like, I don't know if you're, like, that person was trying to say, like, you know, say, oh, you're being a bullying situation, but I always just tell that person, like, hey, can you stop saying that? Because, like, it doesn't make me feel well. Like, it actually takes me back to the moment in those dark times and like I don't want to feel that way so I had to actually like put pull that person aside and tell them like what calling me a bully makes me feel and they can please refrain from ever using that word because like it's gonna like it's not gonna like our friendship might not might have to just end because I can't take stuff like that I I would never want to like use that on someone because like words really hurt people and words can like put someone in a weird place you know what I mean and so like it was great that we were able to work through that moment and move past it but like some people like they continue to do it because some people just don't care about triggers. They don't care. Like some people just don't give a fuck. They're just like, whatever, you're a human, I'm blunt. But it's like, no. <laughs> Mm-mm. But yeah. So kind of speaking about that, do you feel like any of y'all ever use triggers against people like purposely mm-hmm. to get a certain rise out of them, to get a certain reaction no. out of them? I haven't. No. I don't evil. think I've personally known their That is evil. No, I mean... Maybe unintentionally, but damn, on purpose. Yeah, I know. That's evil. <laughs> that's evil. That You're just going out your way to go out your way. No. Yeah. But not I even just to like a trigger. Not even just like a trigger, but like, think like, if something like, you know, like kind of upset somebody, like, let's say whenever you come to somebody's house and you walk on their carpet with shoes on. And oh, yeah. Instead of you just like, Taking that second to take your shoes off, you continue just to walk on their carpet. Continue just to walk on their carpet. <laughs> oh, that's disrespectful. I, I mean, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's disrespectful. But have y'all ever, y'all say y'all are saying y'all have never been disrespectful? I, I mean, not. Nah, yeah, but disrespectful and triggering is different. So, for example, yeah. so I remember I talked to this guy, was it high school or middle school? Very long time ago. Girl, and I'll call, he said something, I'll call him crazy. And he specifically said to me, do not call me crazy because the last girl that did, he, Girl, he what? I don't even want to expose. Basically, he said he held. A, yeah, he basically was going to go put his hands on her. So I was like, okay. <laughs> oh, I won't do that again. So if I would intentionally call him crazy again, then that would have been like, I'm sure that would have been something triggering for him. Like you know, but again, that's evil. So I'm not gonna do that. But I, I'm trying to think. I have de- definitely said things where it's like, I know it's gonna piss you off, and I don't give a fuck. But it's not it's, just, it's not a trigger like yeah. i already know it's about to piss you off but you why know? why do you why do you feel like it's not a trigger just because, what if because they haven't explained to you that it is it is a trigger but by you saying that now it's like you get a certain rise out of them because so i wanted at this point place? well for my situation you were egging it on i told you to leave me alone several times and you did not want to listen to me so now i'm gonna say some shit is gonna hurt your feelings so you can get the fuck out so because okay so like, i want to use for example like with candace and mia so like okay the first time candace said your mama she did not know the situation between you know mia and her mother her mom but whenever they find it that was explained to her later on what was going on with mia's mother and she used that again like oh well your mama's broke y'all never done that Bro, no. And I mean, even in that situation, I, I don't think that's a it's a good example, but it's not in the same sentence because your mama is a classic joke, bro. Yeah, it, it's see, a classic joke. So that's why. And I feel like I grew up in that era that where that's it, what we said. No, that and that's what, trigger. But, like, but if, the someone, why, if someone has a 
if someone has a mother knowing that, that she did that, they have mommy that. issues so, yeah that's not what you should be using towards that one person well, but she well, used to coming from me and, and hitting my triggers you know my trigger is people saying that i live off my mama and i'm spoiled and you keep trying to trigger that so you trigger me you push my button i push yours i'm lucky with candace on that because they be trying to play her Mia, Mia was cutting deep on her. She was. No, but Mia, Candace Mia brings was. it up again in the reunion and says... That's because she called her. Because she, she said something about her mom um, living off her mom. She said no, something she called her of that nature. Oh. Well, she, it was also mentioned at the reunion too, though. So I'm pretty sure she was fed up at that No, I'm point. saying at the, reunion, no, at the reunion, she called her a hood a rat. Hood rat. And, and she was said, like, what? Well, your mama. mama. That's what I'm saying. Well, like, But her, her, the likeness like of her... Exactly. Remember, yeah, your mama was like, your mom, like, that's not, that's why I'm like, I feel like, even, even on Married has, to Medicine, I don't even yeah, understand why, why Heavenly, like, because Heavenly was using it. What's her name on, um, she's on everybody, actually. Yeah, and everybody was so upset, and I'm like, like it's, it's literally problems. not her mom, bro. Well, she literally it, talks it to her, her mom and tells her mom, I like you. It has nothing to do with you, but she's like, it's your mom. It's like a joke. It's like, the lamest. The whole show ever. behind it's, your it mama jokes. Like, yeah. Why are y'all even, and I, but the issue it's not so and i felt candace candace was like and honestly like she goes you're talking about i'm low budget so my immediate tour is your mama's low budget i don't know nothing about your mom but so honestly that was me you should have been grateful that i, I went easy because i could have went in and people were like how should she be grateful and i'm like no but honestly if someone told me your mama i'm not gonna be like am i six am i actually gonna take that insult to heart Thank like you. i felt like right. that used to rile up ch- children me and my big age your mama okay your daddy Thank like you. what what are we doing yeah, here? yeah no facts <laughs> but i mean i also we're also speaking from a perspective where i mean hopefully we don't have triggers th- yeah. exactly we don't have mother mom issues and we don't have I you do. know so i can uh, I, okay, no one well. can talk about my mom especially since she's not on this earth yeah, I, yeah. we might have to fight like literally like I, I don't want to hear like i do not want to hear no your mama joke sorry like oh, don't yeah. don't don't relate nothing back to my mom because what yeah. are you crazy i'm not gonna lie though i'm not gonna <laughs> i'm not gonna lie at this big age i feel like you should get your ass up just for saying that like you couldn't come up with nothing better damn no you're so lame you're so lame no facts but to bring it back to uh, what you said earlier Nikki, when you said um have you ever intensely hit somebody's trigger i would say i don't think i've ever intensely did it but i think i've probably triggered somebody and not understanding what when they explained it was a trigger and then later then when they explained it i was like oh, okay this is what you meant by that you know what i mean mm-hmm. so like to give an example i remember <laughs> and this is when you know i don't think that I was young. I didn't think guys could be victims of domestic violence or whatever. So he just told some story about how like some girl slept him six times, you know, like in the face, like bah, 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 you know, and he didn't do nothing about it. So sometimes like he used to be acting all big and bad, and I was just like, now, <laughs> now if I was to slap you in your face six times, no, listen, because you ain't had that energy when that girl was slapping you in your face. <laughs> I would say that, and then the first time I think he was kind of just like, yikes. that's rude, like don't say that. Da, 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 da. But then, it, like he would like he would be acting all tough, and I'm just okay. like, I need you to bring it down. And then I think towards the the, the I think the second or third time I said it, he was kind of just like you actually need to stop with this because you keep saying this and it's not it's not funny and yeah. i was like oh shit i didn't like you're actually right like now yeah. that we're having a serious conversation about this you're not laughing when i'm saying this so yeah this is probably definitely like a trigger so, i kind of i've kind of been in the same situation as well me and someone like we had like it had a traumatic experience more so on my end and i literally like months later had made a comment and you know i was like you know i mean you were kind of shooken up though like 
I was like, I, I was like, you, you were shaking on the phone. And he was like, he basically told me, he's like, that's not funny. And can we stop talking about it? And I'm like, I never realized, like, you know, in that situation, he probably was like, that probably is a trigger. Cause like, honestly, it was a life changing moment for everyone. So it's like, you know, for me saying that, that was a trigger. And I never realized that now we're talking but, about, it, I'm like, Fuck. yeah, like, I'm I have done lie. that. Like, bringing yeah, up, bringing up somebody. Cause he probably was traumatized for him to be shaken up on the yeah, phone. I don't care. Was I don't care, trauma. but I didn't care at the moment. But I do okay, Paulette. Okay, well, let me finish my sentence. <laughs> sorry. Jeez, sorry, I'm oh just saying. God. Like, sorry, sorry. Yeah, no, I, was I don't care. Saying, like, I don't care. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> that was. Sorry, my apologies. My apologies. No, but what I was saying is that <laughs> that bringing up somebody like he probably was so shaken up. It, it could be anybody. They probably were just so shaken. Here she is talking about she don't care up. again. Paulette, relax. Let me finish my sentence. Sorry, that is just every time I think about that, I'm just like. It don't like because y'all like what I want to say is like so I don't want to sound like I'm being I don't want to no, sound like being insensitive, but it's just kind of like you needed you to be are. thinking that you wasn't like in the situation you wasn't shit. So like that's no the, no 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 no. I'm not even talking so. about that. I'm just talking about you referencing it. So like yeah. for him to talk about his feelings you. is probably like a big deal. So that's probably why he, whatever it was it could have been shaken up. So just like to to bring up somebody's trauma is very triggering, regardless of what it is. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So even if you somebody references like. Oh yeah, Crystal. I know you was shaking or you was crying at that time. I'm like, don't do that because that's that was really traumatizing for me. That yeah. that's a that's a trigger and takes you back to that same place. No, you know. Speaking of, okay, I remember me and somebody got into an argument and my voice got kind of shaky and I forgot what I said, but I think I was like, uh, I don't want to actually. I don't even want to say because it, it, it's a trigger. And and he and now every time we talk, he'll bring it up like he'll say like whatever I said, and like it's like a joke to me. He thinks it's like our inside joke, and I have to tell him like you need to tell him like that's not a joke. I'm not laughing with you. No, the thing is, I told him I'm like that's actually not funny. Like I have PTSD because of that. Like like it feels like you're like you're laughing at my pain. Like when I was like talk to you about that, like. What I was close to tears. So for you, you hearing you say that over and over, like that's hella hurtful because it feels like in that moment for you to remember that and repeat it. Were you laughing then? He was like, "No, I wasn't laughing then." But looking back now, it's funny to you, like, <laughs> huh? And he's and the thing is, he hasn't stopped. So, so bro, no, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. That incident where I told you I should have knocked his stuff off his dresser and knocked, I was pull all his sheets off. That nigga makes fun of me about that to this day. He was like, what were you doing? You were taking... I'm like, I was mad. You better shut the fuck up. Like, oh my gosh. No, I'm not going to lie. Bringing up anybody's trauma, that's a trick. Because I'm like, don't do that. Like, I was so traumatized in the moment. I did not know what the fuck to do. So... Serious. And it's embarrassing. So like... It's very embarrassing. Let's both forget. (laughs) Let's both forget. Please. It did not happen. Oh, God. So then, how many chances y'all give people to like use your triggers against you especially after you voice to them that it is something that like no more chances it's over (sighs) it's over i mean it's over it depends on the conversation we've had a conversation no this is my thing if y'all had a formally formal conversation like y'all should everyone should know like what not to do like i I made it clear as day to a nigga i hate when he does xyz because it's triggering oh he will do it all the time so it's like you don't give a fuck about me or my trigger and you still talk to him all the time i do Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for being real. So, Jory. So, Jory, so Jory, you don't give an F about your triggers. That's what that means. No, clearly I don't. Mm-mm. Clearly I don't. Mm. Oh, God. Yeah, I, I mean, no, like, if I get triggered, I won't talk to, like, like the person, like, guy or whatever for uh, some days. 
I'm just like, that's just too much. Right. Because it takes, it has an emotional toll on somebody. Like, you know what I mean? You don't know, like, the headspace, all that stuff. Like, no. I but need you know to what's crazy? A little bit. Because, like, nah. Speaking of that, that's low-key chicken for me, too. I hate people who are poor at conflict resolution. I hate that. Like, I won't even date somebody who doesn't argue on the same, like, energy level mm-hmm. as me. Like, if you're one of those people who, like, we get into an argument and now you feel like you need three, four days of non-communication always for us to sway that stuff out. That's so toxic to me. And honestly, I feel like even when someone does that on accident, like if we get into it and then like, I don't hear from you for a few days, I'm mentally like done. I can't. Cause it's like, that's so triggering to me from like dealing with somebody who that's how they resolve conflict. Like they needed to just like, yeah, that, like revoke their access for a couple of days. It's like, to me, it felt like a form of punishment or whatever. Like for me now, it's like, mm-hmm. if we get into an argument and you feel like we don't need to follow up, and communicate or work through until our communication is back to what it was before. I can't fuck with you. I can't mm. fuck with it. Oh no, mm. it's a case by case situation. It is because like there's I some was avoiding hella arguments. Yeah, like there's some I there's go. sometimes when you can like okay, you know what? I can talk about it, but then sometimes you're just like. I'm I mean, in like, the mood. You can, like, you can like, hey, hope you're doing good. But it's like, I'm not about to sit here and chop it up with you. Like everything's all honky dory. No, it's not. I'm gonna have to keep it 100. Like, I can't talk right now. Like, honestly, like, or I thought that was going, but I feel you. Oh, do no. you guys see? I can, oh, no, go ahead. I was gonna say, see, I can understand that checking in and being like, hey, this and that. But some people who are just like, you hit their line, no response. It's like, oh, so. oh, girl. <sighs> yeah, that I can't Don't do. Even. It. Like, it's just Don't like, even. you Don't just want to go ghost because you're mad. No, I can't do that. Thankfully, yeah. I, I don't deal with nobody who does that, but right, right. We if you do it on accident, even though like they could be like, oh, my phone was dead. I hate it for you. <laughs> hate it for you because I've already detached myself from the situation. And you. But have y'all ever been on the other side of that though? Like where you're the one who has bad communication with a guy? Yes. Yes. It wasn't even bad communication, yes. bro. Like, and was it, it purposeful? Be- and it had like I just wasn't didn't like them. It wouldn't no, I don't even know if it feels about shit. liking them, but like honestly, I've been on the flip side of that and I'm like, damn, like I really just got caught up in my day doing whatever. Like something got crazy. I'm like, bro, like and to think if this is on the other hand, I would be mad and tripping. And I was like, bro, I actually have to start giving grace because it's just like it don't really. No, be, I'm not I giving grace for sometimes. shit. I'm sorry, no, because I mean, George- there's a way that you communicate. I feel you, but there's a way that you can communicate. So for me, like when I was on the other end, and again, I talked about this earlier, where I wasn't doing shit, and then it came at me like I was just doing everything under the goddamn sun. And so the first time you bring it up is when you start, you call my phone trying to yell at me. You're never going to get a conversation. This is not going to be resolved. This conversation is done. You can think whatever because I don't give a fuck anymore. I now don't give a fuck. Now that you know, it just it's case by case, bro. Case by case. I think for me, the only reason why I said sometimes it makes you not give grace is because I know like in those situations, the reason why I was a bad communicator because I wasn't that interested. <laughs> so it's like, if that's how I yeah. feel towards it, I know if I'm communicating with you and the communication is not with that, it's because you're not that interested either. Because I straight up had somebody tell me have a nice life because mm-hmm. I responded too late. And I'm just like, you know what? Honestly, I look you feel that because like, even as you're saying it, that did not hurt me. Like, <laughs> that did not hurt me at all. Like, unfortunately, I'm <laughs> glad you chose me. Right. Choose you sometimes. Right. Yeah, I fucked with you for that. Like, you felt that the that it wasn't like mutual and you moved on with your life and you let me know so i feel that so now i know not to fake it with you no more right so do you guys feel like any of your triggers are low-key petty Oh, I think my so pettiest no, no. like trigger Never. to me is like we just talked about it a little while ago, Paula. When someone's like, "Oh, like you have an attitude," or "Oh, you're trying to argue," like, "Oh, oh that's, that's very no, triggering yeah, to me." Yeah, it's so, yeah. it's so but it's not petty. It don't matter who says it. Like, it, like, and not even if it's coming from a nigga who I fuck with. Like, it don't matter who says it to me. I'm just like, bro, 
am I? Am I? Am I? That's triggering to me. And I feel like that's kind of petty. So have you ever tried to assess it differently where it's like, okay, maybe it is my tone that's coming off as attitude-ish? Well, I feel like if people know you enough, like, is it their tone? And do they really have an attitude? And I feel like sometimes people throw stuff on you. It's like, bro, I'm actually really not mad. And sometimes that's why people say you really have to watch your tone. But it's just like, let's say I know I'm not mad, but my tone escalated and you're telling me, oh, you have an attitude. Oh, you're being disrespectful to me. It's like fucked up because it's like when people put a perception on you and you're like, bro, I'm not somebody who's rude. I'm not somebody who has an attitude. And my tone just happens to levitate. And you're telling me I'm a certain way that that's very annoying, actually. It's very annoying. It is. is. It's like I'm not that person. And that's just like I'm just upset right now. Like it's not now like you're you're excusing my feeling. And like now it's just like. Okay, now something else now. You know what I mean? No, so, it is, but Jory, I, I'm I'm playing devil's advocate because I get this a lot too, knowing that I don't have attitude. I feel like you're somebody whose tone could be like monotone sometimes. So it's hard to read like Yeah, and that's why I makes me mad. Cause sometimes I really be on straight chill and it's just like, bro, like I actually don't have an attitude and I'm actually really not being disrespectful. I'm just having a regular conversation with you. And to me, it's annoying because I feel like sometimes people have a perception like, oh, this person has an attitude, this person is disrespectful, this person is rude. And it's just like, no, that's just my tone. It's just like I'm actually not these things that you're trying to portray onto me. And so to me, sometimes it's very annoying, and that's why it's triggering. Cause it's like, I know I'm not that person, but you're believing that just based off of the tone, it's just like I try to work on that, but it's difficult. So no, that's what oh. That was what I was asking. Like, how do you even navigate through that? Like, have you tried, like, okay, well, I'm going to switch up my tone or you just instantly get upset? No, I try. I mean, I try, but girl, like, I just, I can't help it. <laughs> I try. I'm aware mm-hmm. of it, but I can only do the best I could do. So, that's what it is. Anybody else? Any other petty triggers you may have? I mean, mm-hmm. any petty triggers. I don't feel like any of my triggers are petty. I feel like they're all valid. You think though, like what? Yes, what if you I have do. so many triggers that's like people are walking on eggshells around me? No, I don't. I not only name two. <laughs> I only name two. I don't. I don't have that many triggers. But even, but I think that regardless of how many triggers somebody has, that you should tread lightly you know what i'm saying like because it's like you just don't know what kind of place it takes them to like you know just how people say like how yo mama is a joke to us but it may not be a joke to you so it's like yeah. you just have to tread lightly with everybody because it'll be little things that you just don't know you don't know what people are going through you don't know what place it takes them to so if i have to walk on eggshells with somebody i consider my mm-hmm. friend that's what i'm gonna have to do so do, would you be would you be able to understand and respect someone if someone came to you and said you know i feel like we're, like our friendship, our relationship's not able to prosper because I feel like everything I say, it bothers you or like everything, you know, like in regards to like, if I bring something up, it turns into something and they feel like they can't like any longer be no, your friend or pursue, would, pursue a relationship age, with you? No, at this age, no, I wouldn't be upset. I, I, probably when I was younger, when I cared about stuff like that. And even now I'm not going to say it probably would make me feel away because it probably will. But at the same time, like, first of all, nowadays, nobody's doing that. They just cut you off as a friend and you're going to have to figure out what the fuck you did through social media subs. So there's that. So if you come up to me and tell me this is why I'm probably my feelings going to be hurt, but I'm appreciated nonetheless. Because it's like, I'd rather you told me this than sat and play in my face. Act like, you know, what I'm saying like our, our, we just have the best relationship. But I also feel like I don't know. I also feel like that's why. Um there are certain things that you tell certain friends or certain mm-hmm. things you tell certain people because you know, like how certain people act around you. So you have to prepare them. Like, don't get around me doing this. Don't get around me saying this. You know what I'm saying? Not everybody does this around you. So you don't have to like tell them 
that, if that makes sense. Like, I think it's just certain people that you have to kind of like, you know, warn them, forewarn them. It's not every friend. I mean, shit, maybe not for me. I agree. I think it is. It. I think it is important to let your boundaries be known because it's like if you're somebody who you you just feel like you can catch an attitude to your friends of like little stuff, and it's like you haven't communicated to them what your actual boundaries are, then it's like it's your fault. At one point, it, it's your fault. But then if you have communicated those boundaries, and then your friends like, I feel like I'm walking on eggshells, then it's kind of like. Okay, sis, like now you're trying to gaslight me. Like, not yeah. when I told you my boundaries are, now you feel like you walk on the eggshells. Like, walking on eggshells, why? Because I let you know, like, certain things affect me. And now, now what? Like, mm-hmm. I don't. But how do you navigate on the opposite end of that? Like, how do you even navigate, like, telling somebody, like, telling, like, a group of friends, like, this is my trigger, this is something that triggers me when you're not even, like, ready to talk about, like, this is what triggers me you know what i'm saying because i feel like i've been there a lot of times so even now i'm still kind of like you know because like i don't even tell you guys like oh this is what i went through in the past or oh this is what happened that made me to feel triggered and this is not what i want to talk about or this is not what i want to you know what i'm saying like how do you even do that no you know what oh that's a good question because honestly i know we all sat here and shared our triggers but i'm sure like we all probably have like a trigger that we have that we're probably we probably have never shared or even said out loud before but i feel like Mm -hmm. that's when it's just important to like read the room and just kind of like be a friend you know Mm -hmm. in certain situations because i feel like there are certain times where like maybe i've been with a friend and you could just see that you i saw you kind of tell when something triggers your friend and that's when like you may like shift the conversation and shift the tone and you'd be like oh are you good like little things like that or you kind of just like scope the room like little things i feel like as a friend like you have to make sure that your friend feels safe in every space, every mm-hmm. conversation and things like that. I don't feel, cause sometimes explaining a trigger can be a trigger. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't think it's always mm-hmm. necessary to like say everything until you're truly ready, but hopefully you have friends that give you that space to say it when you're ready and just respect it mm-hmm. until then, you know, or respect I'm you. Gonna, I'm not going to lie. Cause even when he was like, Oh, how many triggers do you have? I'm not going to lie. I feel like I don't have a lot, but I feel like lately, like little things have like, happened to me where i'm just like bro like i'm actually traumatized like this is actually a trigger yeah. i didn't even know existed and if yeah. this situation between me and you wouldn't have played out i wouldn't even realize there was a problem because it hasn't happened yeah. since the first time so like here lately i've been feeling very traumatized and i'm just like bro like i had no idea and it's like you don't really know what a trigger is sometimes until it really happens to you and it, who's to yeah. say when it's gonna happen that's not gonna happen a week month it could be a year two three years down the line before something clicks for you like damn like this is actually very triggering to me and i feel like that's kind of where i been lately it's just like stuff that i didn't even knew bothered me i'm realizing like bro like this actually bothers me no so. that's real like has it, has yeah. it ever triggered you and you don't even know like where that even came from absolutely like, a situation where it's just like you feel triggered and you're like i don't know why this bothers me so much or why like i'm so uncomfortable and i don't know where it's coming from but i know yeah. I'm overwhelmed. and it's so a hard travis to- scott's apology Oh. <laughs> no, I was. It was very backhand. I don't know what it was. Like I'm just looking at him. Like, why are you rubbing your face? Why does it no, sound backhanded? You. Like I, it just. And again, I was on. I was looking on his side, so it just was like, I, just whatever it was, it just rubbed me the wrong way. I don't know. I can't even put my finger on it. I'm just like, this just looks like a nigga is lying to my face, <laughs> and I don't even know him. But no, to answer your question, Michelle, I have, and like, it's just, it's, and it sucks because it's like the other party really doesn't know what's going on, and like, you don't even. Mm-hmm. Now you just said explaining a trigger is a trigger. You don't even know how to explain it where where it's like you're not probably about to like right. be in a puddle of tears or you're not about you know what I'm saying so it's kind of like you have to work on how to navigate through that trigger but sometimes it's like it's impossible mm-hmm. it's like once you've been triggered that's it sometimes you might spiral and sometimes you can bounce back and sometimes it's like let's just chop yeah. it up you know what I mean so 
Just, no, that's real. Because yeah. I remember, I know there was a time where I think, I'm saying I think, I know, but I'm trying to protect identities, that I was with a friend and we, um, <laughs> I was a friend, I was talking to my person that I was talking to was there and they had got into like a really big argument or whatever at the time. And I remember just sitting there and I remember just feeling like, when I tell you I was literally just stuck, like I was just like, I, like this is like, overwhelming for me i remember i was telling the guy i was talking to i was like i'm about to go inside i can't handle this and the way he was like so unaffected like he was looking at me just like why what's going on and i was like you don't see like what's going on in front of us like i cannot handle this like i'm telling you right now like i like i don't, I don't even want to be standing here like something something about this is not feel right and he was like no just stay with me i got you whatever i remember we kind of talked through it but then afterwards i was like what about that like made me feel like so uncomfortable like i couldn't quite put my finger on it but i just know like Something about yelling is like, I just cannot do. And so I tried to have a conversation with a friend like who was like in it and like she didn't quite understand it or whatever. And so because of that, I was just like, I just can't be around y'all anymore because it's like, I don't want to explain it because I don't want you to feel bad. But like something about your relationship just triggers me. You know, mm. so I was just like something about like, I don't know, something about that. I was like, I just cannot fuck with it. So. It was, I think that's the only time where I feel like I've tried to explain something to someone and it's like they didn't get it and I was like you know what and because yeah. of that like, you know and honestly I can speak to that too I've been in that situation as well and sometimes the best the best answer to to, to that situation is just to stay away because at yeah. some point you, you're trying to protect your friend and you're trying to protect yourself as well so it's like I just have to stay away because no one's going to understand it but me and yeah. me trying to explain it might fuck some shit up between us and I don't want to do that it's not that deep so I'll take the L Right. Unfortunately. Um, so do you guys think it's possible to deactivate your triggers? Like once you are kind of like more aware, like is there something therapy? You With therapy talking about it. But I feel like honestly, like some of our triggers, like if we actually like were talking about it with someone that actually knew how to like, you know, navigate through it for mm-hmm. you and stuff like that and give you like, you know, resources and help you how to like, you know you know, not be triggered. I feel like that will help out a lot, but some of us don't not saying we don't have the mental capacity, but it's not everybody believes in therapy. So it's okay. But there are different ways to try to, you know, yeah, I, I don't, I, I you think have to put in the work for it. It can't, it just doesn't come. You have to actually I, work towards it. Yeah. I think therapy is going to work, would work through for one of my triggers. I'm not going to lie. And that probably, it, it is the most recent one. So Probably, yeah, because it's fresh. It's not embedded to where it's like, yeah, I'm automatically offended. Like, I'm not going to lie. I don't feel like the one where I feel like people yell at me or yell my name. I don't think that's going to stop. I'm not going to lie. I, I really don't. Just because it's like that's been happening as, since I was a child. Like, it's just kind of hard to shake that. I don't I don't feel like that's going to change. So it just depends on, like, what it is. The only reason I feel like this new one could be because it's new. Like, that's the only reason why I'm like, okay, well, I can, I can work through this. It's just situational. Right. But the I other shit that, where I grew up. Mm-mm. I think that for me, like, one of my triggers that I haven't shared, but I think that for me, whenever it comes to that personal trigger, it would have to be something where, like, I, one, figured out why that's a trigger for me in the first place. And two, like, me being more confident maybe in myself and like and who I am where like if someone was to say that to me it wouldn't like take me back to like this place where it's like like it makes me feel sad or whatever the case may be um so yeah I don't know I feel like it's it's kind of hard like once something has become a trigger 
Yeah. It's so hard to be able to like just be like, mm, that doesn't bother me no more. Cause it's like, okay, then how much of a trigger was it really if it's just that easy just to turn mm-hmm. off? Right. You know? So I guess what would you guys say are some ways that triggers have affected your dating life or your relationship? Um, I don't think it has for me. I feel like I go into every situation kind of openly. Um, but I, mm, shit. I mean, I feel the same. I feel like I definitely go into stuff open, but I feel like if somebody does something, yeah, that very much, maybe very much something. Not even it's the same. Very much something. I'm just kidding. But if they're doing even just the opposite of something, like I think to me, it can kind of be triggering because it's just like to me, it's like in a situation where I may be hesitant to do something, like I won't do it because of a past, like trauma issue or a past like and I don't want to start say it's triggering but it's just like I feel like sometimes it stops me from being as open as I should be in situations yeah. just because of something that I went through in the past and, and I really have been trying to be good on myself like bro like people cannot pay for the person's before mistake so it's yeah. like you actually really have to like be vulnerable and open you know what I mean but that shit sucks like that's not a good feeling especially when you realize you're really trying to push past the boundary from a trigger from the past like to give somebody else another chance like to give somebody a chance it's like it's kind of triggering in a sense because it's just like bro like I'm about to give you this chance but you fuck it up you're just adding on to my trauma so now I hear that I think I think for me it's kind of helped me like I would say in a positive way because I realized that I don't you know want to be triggered so I feel like when I'm dating, I look for people who I know won't naturally hit those triggers. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like it's, I, I look at it positive. Maybe it's, maybe it's a bad thing. I don't know. But I, th- I look at it a positive, positive way. Like, I mean, I do okay. kind of see it like as a positive way too, because I'll be honest with you. I agree with Michelle. Like I, now, this Facebook for. Sorry, I accidentally clicked on something. Because <laughs> um, you're doing too much. Because you're doing too much. <laughs> Am I? <laughs> um, I do now, like, whenever it comes to, like, me looking for a partner or, like, the partner that I have found, I look for someone who isn't naturally going to do those type of things, you know? Like, mm-hmm. who is actually, like, a communicator. And I can <laughs> communicate to him, like, hey, that actually really bothers me. Like... And it makes me sad whenever you say stuff like that. Like, I would appreciate, like, if you just didn't say that or, like, explain to, like, you know, like, I feel like, like Michelle said, I, I look at it as a positive now because I would never be with a person that would purposely say things to hurt me. Yeah. yeah. And don't, okay, I have a question, but isn't that like a shell shock to you? Like, when you literally, like, it's what you want, you know what I mean? But when someone is like giving you what you want, like, and it's so different to what you're compared to, don't you feel like in that sense, like it's kind of just like too good to be true yeah. in a sense? Like, yeah. I, I don't know. I feel like I, I feel that way sometimes. Yeah. Actually, all sometimes the time. It is. Sometimes <laughs> I'm like, yeah, <laughs> no, like, literally. Sometimes you'll be like, is this an ass? Like, are you just yeah. doing this to, are you just doing this to like get in my pants? Are you doing it's, this? No, no but like, are you even outside of that, like, mean it? Yeah, but even outside of that, like, isn't that a scary feeling? Like, trying to determine like how genuine somebody really is with oh, you. Oh, absolutely, like, absolutely. Especially if you're coming from a situation where, like, maybe you didn't receive that all the time. So it's just like when you're when it's coming at you all the time, you're like, bro, I don't know if you're doing this because like you trying to like, right. you know, appease me or like you really naturally doing this, like because like, that's just who you are. You know what I mean? And sometimes the people I've met, like, they're just doing that 
to just mm-hmm. get in good with me. But that reminds me of like a, act. <laughs> no, I feel that. But it reminds me of a meme that I seen recently. And it was just like, bro, it was like, come heal. Cause I don't want to deal with shit that your ex did to you. And it's just like, that kind of falls into that category. That's bit, real. Like when someone is trying to show you it, but you're doubting it, like, is this real or is this fake? It's just like, bro, like that other person, like, why should they have to deal with that? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, yeah. It's yeah, but I'm not gonna lie. I feel like only reason I go into each situation open because from my experience, bro, every nigga comes with a different set of problems. So yep. it's like every nigga comes with a different set of problems. So it's like you might not give me the problems that my ex gave me, but you're gonna give me a whole lot of other problems. So I, I'm never gonna hold what I've been through in the past against a new nigga because you already got other issues. So walk into a situation, make my demon ex look like an angel. Sometimes rather the devil you know said angel you don't. Yeah, no, I'd rather not know any of them. Um, so is there a song that can trigger you guys? And if so, I want to know the artist and the name of the song. Oh, okay. The song? <laughs> oh, I didn't actually a voice. I'll go first. I'll go first. Um, it's I think it's called Myself by Layton Green. Anytime I hear that song, it literally takes me to a very bad place. Like when I first heard that song for the first time, that song used to make me cry, all kinds of crazy shit. So even if I hear it now, even though I'm in a good space, like it literally takes me back to the emotional state and how I felt years ago. Like I can't like and while it's a great song, I literally have to skip it because I'm just like, bro, like I don't want this song to take me back to how I felt years ago. I cannot listen to that song no more. Yeah. I'm not gonna Songs that the songs for me is not it doesn't it it's triggering because it'll take me back to a place but it's not like a bad a bad one um one of them is now nail another lifetime I freaking love that song but I just remember like oh my gosh That's what I was listening song. to it's a great song what I was going through there in the time that I was just listening to that song whoo chow and then one of them another one is um priorities by Saari the kid. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh! That, why'd you let? <laughs> no, because I almost played a song and like just like yes, I was like, oh my gosh. Uh, uh, I, I think for me, <laughs> mine is and like like Crystal said, it just takes me back to a place where like I was just really really like it 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 reminds me of a person and then I it reminds me of how that person made me feel and it reminds me like of how bad that person actually made me feel. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So for me, my Girl. song is um. Sent from heaven, Keisha Cole. Keisha Cole, really? Wow. Well, wait, 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 wait. So, were you li- were you like story. listening to that song in the in the healing phase? Like, what, what? Um, me? no. So, actually, that was um a song that like someone had like tried to like kind of dedicate to me, uh, you know, and it was like our song. Yeah, and then like to turn around and like do the things that he did to me i was just like yeah. oh like i can't even look at this song the same you know what i'm saying yeah. like it, it's just mm. not the same for me like i don't want that song in my library i don't want to hear that song no Damn. i'm not gonna lie i feel like that's what priorities because that song he's basically talking about how he starts a song saying i should have been a better man for you and it's just like, and literally the song is called Priority. So he's talking about how his priority was fucked up. He should have had her as a priority. And every time I'm just listening to that song, because nigga sent it to me. And every time I'm listening to that song, I'm just like, daggers, daggers, daggers. <laughs> yeah. It hurts, bro. It hurts. But I love that song. I'm not going to lie. I have two songs. One song is Stay by Rihanna. That like I can't listen to that song anymore. It just makes me very sad, like extremely sad. Amen. And then another one oh. is called low tide by drama now that song oh, actually yeah. introduced me to that song and like there was like after thailand i listened to that song like 
every day, all day. Like, just, I'm not just anybody. <laughs> my love. Well, I'm just like, oh my gosh. Like, it, but in, even to this day, I listen to it and I, it just like, every time at the end, I'm always in tears. Cause it's like, wow, like, mm-hmm. this person was really saying something. Like, and it's so relatable. Oh my gosh. Okay. But I just realized I have to, now that you said that, that reminds me of two songs I had. One of them was just like, um, very childish. Then I look back up, just like, oh, that was so childish. What? Why? But it was, <laughs> it was Neo Mad. Was it? No. What's that song oh, where he'd be like? Uh, and I don't wanna go to bed. Oh, but mad at you. And I don't want you to go to bed. at me. That song, because like I was in a situation where me and somebody got to argue. And honestly, now that I'm older, I was I, I'm proud of who I was in that moment. But I pretty much like set a boundary and I was like, this is what happens to that. Person got so mad. I remember Paulette. <laughs> not her providing background music. <laughs> yeah. Good song. Got so mad. I remember we were driving home and that song came on. It was like, we're fighting over nothing. I'm just like, we are nothing. I was, <laughs> I was in a car like we are fighting over nothing. Like literally, we're fighting over nothing like what's and i was like this is like the my stories my life is a movie this is the background song to like what's going on i remember leaving after that i could not hear that song like, nobody could play it. i was like oh fuck with you i could not hear that song nowhere because it was like put me so much in my feelings the other song was something new by uh something. banks oh my god i, I yes. forgot it. yeah i you know it's crazy i literally have to skip that song because literally something no, new yeah i can't with my love yeah, life in 2016 and i cannot like yeah I can't. every that time i hear it, it's like yeah that's a tearjerker in the beginning and it's and, and if you listen to that song it's pretty much yeah you can even look at the lyrics like she said bad. anything i do i'm a th- think of you i'm like hey and this is living living no and the crazy part is in that song she's pretty much talking about how she was someone like, she loves somebody something new yeah. oh someone new you're right someone oh, new someone new sorry and, and, and um and the song she's pretty much saying like please wait for me like yeah. i, I want to be a better person but i cannot be the better person i want to be with you so we have i just just, just but Please, she people saying, please don't fall in love with someone new. She said, the please meantime. don't fall in, some, fall in love with someone, oh, with someone new. new. I promise I'll come back. I'm like, hey, promise. Like, oh, that song is so deep. And, I and promise that you song, can't even keep. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, and listening to it, I felt like I was on a receiving end because I felt like where I was in that moment, I felt like I need to hear that song to hear the other person's perspective. And to this day, I'm just like, this song is sad as hell. I don't know how she wrote this out, but I can't, I can't even listen to it unless I just want to cry. Yeah, I think it's the melody too that makes it sad. Man, like, oh my album like, that y'all okay, listen that's Brownie, Banks, red album cover. Y'all go listen to that, and you're gonna be no. like, Why the fuck is she not famous now? No, okay, that drowning song. She literally said, From the one who tied your shoes and made you suit while you was hurting, <sighs> you are not deserving. You are, you not are not deserving. Listen, that whole album, no skips. Yes. No, okay, sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, Michelle put me on her too. She's good. She's good. She's, she's good. Um, <laughs> the way everybody is just looking like, oh, I drove, <gasps> I drove you crazy. Listen, crazy. I drove like, li- oh, I have to listen to that tonight. Loki, no, I. Oh my gosh, I drove you crazy. Now. Oh, that's. Yeah. I feel her like. All I wanted to do was any everything to make you happy, and I said I drove you crazy. Mm. 
Listen to the album, y'all. Listen to the album. Yeah. We're going to drop a playlist. Don't worry. It's going to be called Heartbreak True. Playlist. Right. Literally. Hope. So, um, or the triggering playlist. We talk about oh, all the triggering songs. Trigger list. Oh, yeah. Trigger. Trigger list. Trigger list. So do you guys feel like relationships may have ended because you weren't comfortable discussing the things that triggered absolutely. you? Absolutely. Absolutely. Do you feel like it oh ended gosh, because right of triggers? Now. Wait, yep. what, what was the, I can't even hear it. You kind of broke up. Do you feel like um, your relationship or whatever may have ended because we're not comfortable talking about our triggers? Mm-mm. Well, my significant other, I, they no, I don't think I was ever not comfortable saying anything. Shit, you don't want to even in the talking state, even in the talking state. Yeah, like well, let's say you're oh. say to somebody and like they do something and it's just like, bro, like I'm actually trying to actively work this because like, do you feel obligated like to say, hey, like, hey, this this that you did ABCYC trigger me or like, do you try to work past it on your own because it's not like they're the one who gave you that trigger to begin with. So it's like, do you have yeah. the open communication to say like, hey, like you did this and it's actually very triggering to me or do you just try to work through it like on your own? I wouldn't even use the word trigger. I, I was just say, you know, it just makes me feel like, you know, just have an open conversation. Mm-hmm. I feel like now that I'm older, I'm able to have these conversations comfortably. But before when I was younger, I used to think I was weak as hell doing that stuff. I'm like, oh, I should just move on. <laughs> like, it don't even deserve a conversation. Just keep it moving. But now I realize like, no, like even when I think about one of my like one of my past relationships, like dang, like if we really t- would have took the time to really talk some stuff out, mm-hmm. we'd be together today. Like I'm gonna be honest, like we'd be together today. But that's just, you know, it's unfortunate. I definitely I definitely feel that. Cause I feel like mm-hmm. your question, Jory, like you're saying, like, have I ever ended like something prematurely? Yeah. Like over something that like I probably saw the time as a trigger. And and yeah, because looking back mm-hmm. now, I'm just like, dang, that's probably something that I could have worked through. Mm-hmm. Definitely something that I could have worked through. But at the time, I just felt like it was like non-negotiable. And now looking back, I'm like Crystal said, everybody comes with their own set of problems. And now I'm just like, what you think was non-negotiable is like, dang, that's probably just ignorance on that person's part. Like I mm-hmm. definitely could have worked through that or spoke up for myself or mm-hmm. advocated for myself. And maybe we could have had something beautiful, but it's, <laughs> it's, it's okay. Girl, right. Oh, listen, you know, I, you I, know, I circled a block. Listen, I think I think that door is the block. Close. I think mom was spinning the block. No, that for me, boys don't even live there no more. We're like <laughs> friend zone. Like, we're we friend zoned each other. So it's like, nah, we're just, just friends. We're I mean, friends I feel like for me, I'm pretty. I'm a pretty like communicative person. You know what I'm saying? Like. I might be sensitive, like I sometimes I am sensitive, but like I do feel like I tell people like, hey, that actually bothers me. Like I don't like whenever you say those type of things to me. And for me, like, especially whenever it comes to like friends, I feel like as friends, like I should be able to like really be like my most vulnerable self with you. And so whenever people like hit those triggers with me, it just have it makes me put them like in a certain category. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm just like, mmm this person might not be as good for me as I actually thought they were. But now that I look back on it, I probably could have just talked to that person a little bit more and I could have given them a little bit more grace. And I could have just been like, like really sat down and like, not just like a text message, like communication, like actually actually like sat down and had like a real life conversation with them and like them actually like see like how serious I am and like how that actually makes me feel. I feel like, I, it, I I probably could have done a little bit better in that in that situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I guess to round this out, this is gonna be the last question. Um, 
sometimes it may be hard to get your point across to people and still respect their triggers. Um, in that situation, how can you balance making sure um, your your point is heard while still respecting their triggers? Mm-hmm. I would say just be respectful, like with your tone and everything. You know, it's not more so what you say, but how you say it. Mm-hmm. Like, like for instance, um, probably I, I'm gonna use you as an example because you're the only person who I feel like use a trigger that was like a a, a label, right? Or even like you. Mm-hmm. Okay, actually, I'll use I'll use Jory since. Actually, dang. See, it's hard to use y'all as examples because it doesn't matter. Actually, it doesn't girl, it's an example. Yeah. Yeah, I know I too. Care. I don't want to trigger y'all. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. So I'll use Jory since, I mean, you chose this topic. So I feel like you're more prepared for it. Okay. I'm okay. Ready. So for instance, you said that your trigger is what's supposed to have an attitude, right? Mm-hmm. So um, how, like what happens if you actually get, if you do get an attitude with somebody, how would you like that person to communicate that to you? To communicate it to me, I don't know. Are, are you able to like go about that? Because, like, for instance, for me, I feel like that that would be tough, right? Because if I know like that's a trigger for you, and you're catching the attitude, the whole time I'm looking. Like, if I'm in the if, no, but if I'm in the wrong, tell me. But I feel like the person who okay. normally triggers that, oh, you have an attitude. I don't be having an attitude. I feel like he literally just be trying to push a trigger. But if I really have an attitude, okay. like I feel like as my friend, like you should be able to tell me anything. You know what I mean? So it's like I don't ever want like. Just because I said that's a trigger for me. If y'all feel like I have attitudes, please tell me. <laughs> please do. But I feel like with certain people, like they'll say that to me. And I'm just like, bro, you know, that's not the case. You know that my tone can go up or down. It's just like, so, and especially because you know how I'm going to react once you tell me that I have an attitude with you. I'm going to go off on you. <laughs> so it's like, why, why choose violence? You know what I mean? But no, as a friend, yeah. like you should be able to tell me. And it, won't, it wouldn't be an issue. I would respect no, okay. anything. Because I mean, I feel like the other day, like when people tell you stuff like, people have to really realize it's like when people tell you certain things they're not against you i'll fuck with you and i've known you for however many years if you're telling me something about myself like you're definitely coming from a good place and i feel like sometimes people are quick to get on the defense and it's just like no like sometimes you actually have to listen it might take a while for you to really accept what that person is telling you but in the day it's just like bro nobody around you is going to tell you anything with ill intent like we're too old to have people around us who will be lying like oh this is you're this way you know what i mean like i just feel like sometimes people don't want to be told about themselves in a sense but that's true. Yeah. That's that. I feel that. So, yeah, Paula, if you're in a situation... Oh. If you're in a situation... Oh, so this conversation happening, getting ready to, like, you know, have a good, nice little conversation. <laughs> no, though, you know... Not you getting about, amped you know? up to trigger somebody. No, not amped up, but I'm just saying, no, like, just, like, having a conversation, like, you know, like, y'all said some, like, really good things to take good away. Good things. No, I feel that. Mm-hmm. So, if... So, if you were in a situation where maybe you said something and you were coming off as like a bully pilot, would you like somebody to say that to you? Or, or I mean, or would you like them to sugarcoat it in a way where it's like, tell me what I'm doing without using that word? I mean, yeah. Like, I mean, I feel I'm not going to tell me without using that word. Cause I just feel like when you, because there's no other way of saying that, but other calling them a bully. There's no other way to say that there, without there calling someone nothing. a bully. And there's so, no like, way no. to perfectly describe how you like, feel if without feeling bullied. Did, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause there's a way to say I'm hurt, but there's a way to say like, no, you were bullying me. That's two different things. <laughs> <laughs> two different things you're gonna have to use the word on the, i'm so sorry like you're, you're gonna have yeah to. you're gonna have to say something without using the word unless they tell like, you I, were attacked i felt attacked yeah i felt attacked i felt i felt that part i feel like I mean, there's no way of saying that because you can be like oh you, you were, were intentionally aggressive. picking yeah you, were, you know like i feel like every word like kind of like any word that's like same synonymous with that is like has, but, has a negative but if someone tells you 
But if you're not saying bully, then you're fine. You in the you in the green. But you can't just call someone like, for example, like, oh, you're being a bully tonight. What? <laughs> you know what I mean? You're calling someone a bully. There's no way of not using the word bully without feeling, calling someone that. I feel like, that. Because like, even on Housewives, they be, <laughs> feel like they love, and you know what's crazy? That's, that's very triggering for me. I'm just like, y'all be throwing that word on everybody and that's not cool. That no one's being be, bullied and no one's it be, bullying. It be y'all are bullying people. The white woman. Uh, let's be clear here. On be throwing, Real like, Housewives no, of yeah. Beverly Hills, the way they love to use that word. Even Girl, on, be, I'm like, in New York, in New York, they always love to use that word as if nah Giselle came on and they just learned they put that in their vocabulary I'm like what are you talking about I'm like what? a bully is she a bully you're a bully she's a no, bully right. or like I'm like on Real House of Beverly Hills they didn't want to call uh, they didn't want to call Garcelle aggressive so Dorit was like you're a you're bully you're being bully so you're be- <laughs> at a reunion she said you're being it's like you're passionately passive or something no, like that and I was like no that's the same said, thing bitch said, don't ever try aggressive again. on the slick slide like no. and she kept using that word I was like you're calling her aggressive Dorit and I see what you're trying to do but Bro. stop it right here right Bro. Um, let's, they just, I'm so sorry like I love Garcelle but that's just not it's not a good fit for her yeah it's, it's not I don't think it is mean. it's not a good fit for her because even when and this is so off topic but even when Lisa when they, she said that it was told back to her that Lisa Rinna said that she shouldn't have brought color to the show or about racism or whatever colorism to the show because it's not that kind of show I full wholeheartedly believe Lisa Rinna said that shit I and, Lisa is not, and Lisa is I not going like, to admit she, she said that yes, if I, I felt like that Lisa, way I would tell you no you would not you no you wouldn't it. I feel like Lisa no, was probably like she's trying to play like the black card like the racist card like and this is not that like kind of show she's being pinned out to be the aggressive black woman that but that's not what we're saying she actually is just aggressive i feel like that's exactly no, what least no yeah Bro, fuck you know what? what i don't like about that is i don't like how and honestly i mean it is what it is because we know why Chris was cast she definitely was crushed to fill that minority slot after yeah. stop asian hate if so it needs to be said but i don't like how her whole storyline oh. was like oh thank you for sharing your culture with us thank you stop i'm just like so I don't understand why y'all can make it a show about color and stuff when it comes to Crystal, but y'all get so uncomfortable when, when Garcelle starts talking about the exact same thing. Yeah, is it her skin is I'm not gonna lie. Somebody pointed made a good point the other day, and they was like, "Bro, honestly, fuck the housewives." Because the thing is, uh, Ramona has said a lot of fucked up shit during her season. Oh my gosh! Let yeah, us know that they did not yeah. want to address that bitch in question. No, her oh my gosh! You talking about for this past season? They, they, didn't they, didn't they, didn't they didn't have a reunion. They didn't have no. I didn't see this past season i'm not gonna lie she was they had a black girl there and she kept raising basically the same shit as garcelle they kept fighting yeah, fight with her that Williams did, yeah like. but i'm not gonna lie ramona has been a fucking i remember i started watching the season i told y'all when i started watching the season and throughout i was texting michelle and i was like ramona is giving very much off <laughs> no, yeah, Trump, vibes, supporter. Trump supporter vibes and she, Michelle was like oh keep watching she is and I'm yeah, like I'm not remember even fucking Carol surprised. called her out on it remember Carol yeah. called her out on it but Carol knew mm-hmm. you're a red yeah, so did Bethany. Cause, but when they went on that stage and talked about everybody who they voted for, Bethany and Carol was the only people that answered. So of course, there was like, uh, well, Bethany was like, well, I mean, obviously, saying if you're opting not to answer, then obviously we know who you voted for. <laughs> what? Mm-hmm. Why are y'all all just? Oh, I'd rather not say. What do you? You know, you about? know, you know. We know. We know why you don't want to say who you voted for. But anyway, at the same time, people are not at liberty 
you need to tell people who they voted for. Oh, 100%. 100%. 100%. You know, so they don't need to be bullied into, you know, telling us who they selected on the ballot at the same time, but we know. But moving on, y'all. This was a great episode, guys. It was nice talking with y'all. I hope y'all enjoyed this episode. Follow us on Twitter at Petty Party Pod. Also, that's our same Instagram handle. Y'all, you heard last episode, we were working on the YouTube. We were figuring all that out. Thank you to all those who share like our episodes and have been listening to us faithfully. We appreciate y'all. Also, don't forget, when you listen to some of our episodes, if you're a new listener, go ahead and leave a review. We appreciate that too on the iTunes, not iTunes, podcast um, app on, I, on the iPhone. Sorry about that. Well, and also if you have any questions or if you have a moto you'd like to submit, email us at pettyparty12814 at gmail.com. And also use our hashtag, hashtag Petty Party Podcast. This is your girl, Makalette. Holla. Bye, y'all. It's Crystal, a.k.a. Champagne Chris, signing out. Peace. Bye, guys. It's Jory Alia. Bye, y'all. It's Michelle, a.k.a. Shelly, a.k.a. E. Out. What? <laughs> I try to mix it up a little bit. No. E. Posse out. Like, you know oh. Mm. You know what's so glorious about this? Not only did I start it, <laughs> I'm ending it. Bye, right, girl. Y'all. It's your girl, Jeff Nick, checking out. Oh, bye. I'm petty all the time.